Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best Disney film completed in Walt's lifetime. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. We're here to talk about Disney. Yeah. Everybody knows we love Disney. That's right. Uh, we brought uh, somebody oh, aboard. Yeah. Oh, I do I that every time. You I always ever, roll right in, and I never talking. know. Because I, I, I'm thinking is. of like bits I want to do to start. No. And then while I'm thinking of bits, you're just already going. <laughs> your steamer trunk full of carrot top props that you built. Can I tell you? Can I tell away? you my favorite? My favorite photograph of all time. My mm-hmm. nickname being Gags. My favorite photo of all time is a photo of Buster Keaton carrying two valises with uh, stickers on them that say Gags. Uh, I have been trying to find a high res version of that photo for maybe 15 years. Unbelievable. Yeah. I can't find the high res version, but I love that picture so much. Well, tell you who we have found. Who have we? Not Buster Keaton. Not Buster Keaton. Uh, But But a great comedy person. Comedian, (laughs) uh, uh, one of the hosts of Inside the Disney Vault. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, one of the stars of Acker and Blacker's Cut and Run, which is now available on Audible. That's right. Fellow member of the Acker and Blacker. That's right. Oscar Montoya, welcome. Thanks for having me, y'all. Thanks for being here. here. This is going to be fun. Fun. To this. It, you, you picked like a bunch of stuff off of our list. I did, Two yeah. Of them were Disney, and this one yes. seemed like the most appealing. Oh yes, especially because for people who don't know, your podcast is literally going through the Disney mm-hmm. Vault in chronological order. How many That's years right. have you been going now? Ooh, this is our. Th- Third year doing Mazel the podcast, yeah. yeah, we and we finished it. Yeah, you, yeah, I listened to one recently that was Coco. Yeah, exactly. We did I, Pixar. We finished that, and now yeah. we're doing Disney Channel original movies. So only DComs now. This feels like wow. this feels like we're in the cliff notes of season one of your show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is great. It's <laughs> yeah. a nice refresher to be like, yeah, oh, yeah. to go back to some of the old stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but before we start talking about Disney, I wanted to ask you. This is purely selfish for my own yeah. curiosity. Uh, because I've lived in uh, both New York and Los Angeles, uh-huh. uh, L.A. for the bulk of my time. I was going to ask, and, like, how long? Yeah, for uh, each. In the last twenty years, I was I've been seventeen years in L.A., three years in New York. Wow! Uh, but in my three years in New York, having come from the L.A. improv world, uh-huh. uh, I spent I tried to spend as much time in the improv world in New York, New York as yeah. I can. And could you describe for me briefly, because you have worked. You've direct, you've been the director, uh, or directed yes. at, uh, Magnet. And That's right. Performed at Magnet. Uh, you've worked the pit. That's right. Uh, you played the pit and at UCB. At UCB. And yeah. So those three theaters I think of as like the New York triumvirate. Right. Yeah. It's a the holy that, trinity of improv yeah, in New York. In the yeah. way that here it's like, I know the differences between, uh, the groundlings and, uh, second, second city, city and UCB yeah. and impro and what IO used to be. God rest its soul. I know RIP, RIP. Um, but, uh, what would you say? Just, just, uh, just to humor me. Yeah. Uh, what would you, how would you categorize the differences between Magnet and UCB? Great. Oh, awesome. I like this. Okay. So UCB ultimately is, and it's improv for writers, yes? So you're yes. working on games, Same way here. right? Yes, very similar, Same thing it right? is in Los Angeles. Um, it is very, like, writer-heavy because you're working on premise and building on that premise with game, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the 
Pit, it's a lot more character based, sort of like the Groundlings in LA, yeah, where right. it's like you develop a character, it's like character forward, um, a lot looser, mm-hmm. and you're building on that idea of like characters through relationships and gotcha. focusing on the characters. And the magnet is about community, working together as a group, right? Eight people with the ensemble. Diff- exactly. It's the yeah. ensemble. Very cool. Yeah. I loved getting to go. I did a few shows at Magnet as the Armando. In the Armando Diaz show, which blows my Isn't mind that, that that's insane. the theater that Armando Diaz. Oh, I was yes. like, yeah. wait, he's a real person? Like, yeah. yeah, and he's at Magnet. Yeah. But that crew of improvisers yeah. in that and show. And you feel it. You feel it. They're Every, so yeah. good. Everybody knows each other at yeah. the Magnet. They it, play like a they play like a, a good football team where yes. like there's a quarterback, a wide receiver, there's a line. There's, that's exactly you know what it. I mean? yeah. yeah. It's really it's a lot of fun. And you just sharpen your own natural strengths as a comedian, yeah. which is great. And uh yeah, I, lo- I love them all. Yeah. They all taught me different things. Right on. Well, you know? thank you for indulging me that. Yeah. I was curious about that. Because when I saw that, I was like, oh, I have to ask him about that. Because that's that's a blind spot for me, like, is the world of New York improv. Yeah. Right, right. I never really. I went to the UCB mm-hmm. Chelsea to audition for Boom Chicago years yeah. and years. Oh, and years wow. Ago. Yeah. But that was really, like, the extent of my experience. I knew yeah. about it because I went to school in Syracuse. And I was mm-hmm. maybe going to go to New York for, like, a hot second. Mm-hmm. But then being out here... You definitely have those. Groundlings is character. Yeah. Second right. City. Second City is almost more writers too, but very much on, that was like where I learned ensemble work. Mm-hmm. Right. And then more form at Iowa West and then UCB comes along and right. it's game, game, game and, and it's just, I, it's interesting to see those things existing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was living, like what was going to Syracuse like? That's like a big. Was, I went to a teeny tiny little college. Yeah, oh, so yeah. like, I went to SUNY Purchase. Oh, oh sure. for a theater? Yeah, for dance. I was for a dance. dancer. That's yeah. a hell of an arts yeah, program yeah, yeah. there. I uh, yeah. I applied to SUNY Purchase. Did you? Yeah. Wait, where did you end up going? Uh, DePaul for theater. DePaul. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great school yeah. for yeah. theater. Great theater school. Yeah, right. yeah. And what did you study at Syracuse? I have a marketing degree with a what the hell acting minor because I thought oh. sure. <laughs> I I was like, there's no way I'll ever like. I need to have a backup. Get rid of the net, Hal. Get rid of the net. I know. I know. It was the. It was one of my regrets in life. are you using are you currently using your uh, marketing degree at all i did i i've been i've had the same job for 10 years but it's changed ah. it started as social media and now i write produce and direct a live show for the company look four at days that a week. So right it, it, look yeah. at know? that so it kind of used exactly your skill set yeah. that you learned. Yeah. Nature finds a way. Yeah, it, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. All right, Dr. Malcolm. Yeah, Sy- Syracuse was great. It was gigantic. Uh-huh. And the, the theater department was where I spent all my – like within mm-hmm. a year, I just spent all my time mm-hmm. there. And there was really not much of an improv. We had the Broken Compass Players, which so I, I performed there one year. And nice then shout out. for two years. Yeah. So, yeah. Performed once, then directed. Mm-hmm. Like it was just – Gotcha. And that's when I knew – I was like, I, wherever I go, I have to – find a way to improvise yeah. somehow you caught the bug there yeah well nice. this is very cool i'm glad to have an improviser on the show yeah this is it's a pleasure and you a just want to like too. leave and just do a show yeah come on let's, let's do it let's okay, go let's, let's go it. get some stage oh, time that's all I let's want. book it we're doing it call the pack <laughs> call the pack theater uh, <laughs> have us but we're not here to talk about improv no we're here that. to talk about <laughs> we're here to talk about walt disney's animated films mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and we're talking specifically about the canon of walt disney animated features made between 1937 when they made snow white and 1967 uh which was the last movie that uh, was made during walt's lifetime which is the jungle book so yes. that 40 year period it's a nice span huh yeah it's a nice healthy span 40 look run. 40 years is a great run hell yeah, yeah. And you have an up and uh, ups and downs Ooh, there all over the, the place scene, and then they're not doing as well and and the shit well like, what a lot of people don't realize is that 
it did really well. Then immediately did very badly. Yeah. With Fantasia. It like almost destroyed the company entirely. But they, the way that it's, you know, it's presented now, Sorcerer Mickey. Oh my is gosh. Everyone's the icon like, oh, of Disney. This is, yeah. oh, this is amazing. Um, you but, would, yeah, you'd think by the way that they talk about them, yeah. that the, every one of these was a bigger a hit banger, than the last. But it's not. And then there's some that we straight up just forgot or don't want to remember. Song of the South. Mm. Oh, we'll, men- we'll mention Song of the South. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll mention Song of the South. Um, do you want to dive right in? Let's do it. A lot of movies yeah, let's go about. in. Um, I think we can break them into eras. Yes. Uh, you know these very well. Mm. I would say that we can break them into the first round of movies, okay. which is Snow White up through Bambi. Yes. And then we have six movies in a row that were done during World War II. That's right. They're called the package films. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that are, that are other, that are shorts combined. I mean, one could argue that uh, Sword in the Stone is just a bunch of shorts combined. Oh, into, yes. Uh, sure. But so after those six package movies, the package they had movies a, include like Fun and Fancy Free, Fun and Fancy right. Free, Melody yeah. Time, Ichabod and Mr. Toad, right. uh, the two South American ones. Yes. Uh, and Saludos, then you had Saludos Amigos. Saludos Amigos. And, uh, and uh, uh, Three Caballeros. Yeah. Uh, and then they had a massive hit with Cinderella in 1950. Mm-hmm. And then just a run of, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight classics yeah. after that. So, uh, let's start with those, with that first chunk. Yeah, sure. That first yeah. chunk that, uh, that l- starts with the OG Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Uh, we have Pinocchio, Fantasia, The Reluctant Dragon, Dumbo, and Bambi. Are we going to mm-hmm. pull one out of each era? Is that how we want to do this? Oh, interesting. Like yeah. yeah. I like that. Like a tournament films. mode. I like yeah. the idea that a package movie is going to make it to the oh, finals. Oh, Jesus. Well, I, there is one package film that I thoroughly enjoy. <laughs> Me too. Okay. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll, we'll I'm curious. Yeah. Hmm, There's actually two that I really enjoy. Ah. Um, right. But let's start with the very first on the Mount Rushmore already. Walt's <laughs> uh, Folly. Uh, Walt's Folly. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's true. That yeah. turned out that's to be, true. that turned out to be an amazing, amazing piece of art. Oh yeah. And that is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guys, uh, it's never been done before. Yeah. A feature length animated movie. Yeah. Yeah. What the? It's amazing to think that that's, it's so common now, especially. Oh yeah. If it feels like there's a new Disney film or now that they own Pixar. There's right. something happening every mm-hmm. six months. Mm-hmm. roughly. And it's hard to, it's hard to appreciate it because we've never in our lifetime, we're all way young enough to have mm-hmm. had animation and a full vault of Disney classics that would come out in those giant puffy cassettes. Oh, yeah, the, the clamshells. Clam yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. The clamshells would come out. For I like, had the, uh, the much lauded Little Mermaid clamshell. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have a whole bunch of If you don't of know what that means, classics. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard to appreciate, like, how right. huge of a risk that was mm-hmm. and that he, pretty much bet the farm on it. A hundred percent. Everybody yeah. thought it was, that's the reason why they call it Walt's Folly because there's no way this is going to work. This yeah. is going to bankrupt you and, and Disney stick to your shorts. Mm-hmm. But I think that one thing that he realized in doing that movie is that, uh, is that in a live action film, there's room, there's at least slight room for error. The idea of taking something where every second is so mm-hmm. specifically crafted as to be perfect for the storytelling yeah. and translate that to something as long as a feature length movie mm-hmm. that I mean, Snow White is a pretty perfect movie. I mean, yeah. um, it did. I mean, there are things that, yeah, you're like, boy, is her voice really high pitched in this movie or you know what I mean? Like, that's true. I mean, there's a few things that are that here and there that are, yeah. you know, that are the stumbling blocks of being the first in anything. That's true. But it's so crazy that you mentioned her voice because Disney owned that voice. You know, she really? had to sign the actress who sang 
the part signed a contract saying she was never allowed to sing in anything else ever again. Wow, they Ursula her. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, like, because they wanted the iconic, they, they wanted a relative unknown mm-hmm. because, like, Snow White is going to be a big thing. Yeah. And they needed that iconic voice. That's why it was, like, yeah. sort of, like, super high register. I guess I feel bad saying that it was one of the faults of the movie, but it is one of the, by, by current I mean, it's a choice. Let's just it's say a it's choice. a choice. Yeah. You know? It's a, it sounds odd to 2020 ears. For, exactly. For, yeah. For yeah. the time, if you watch people say, oh my gosh, it was like, oh my gosh. And sure. trying to break glass uh-huh. every time. <laughs> well, and then you listen to, like, you yeah. listen to Prince Charming and Cinderella or oh, uh, yeah. any of the princes that sing and it's, Yes. And you're like, whoa. All yeah. right. Easy, Enrico. That was hot back then, though. Yeah. That's everyone That's saying what they that. Did. Way. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. What do we, uh, what do we, what are your thoughts on, uh, Snow White? Snow White. Snow White is, hmm, it's interesting. Oh, uh, by okay. the way, I'd like you to point out which are, uh, the ones that you mentioned before we started recording. Yeah. When you started your podcast, you'd only seen four. That's of these. right. Yes. Yes. And uh, Snow White was not was one Snow of them. Snow White was not, so you oh. saw this for the first time. First recently. time. Yes. And you know, everyone talks about Snow White as like the best mm-hmm. one of the bunch, like a classic, the one that started it all, legend, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little like, mm, okay. Uh, all right. Sure. Um, you know, in terms of like the story of Snow White, here's what I'll say though. In yeah. these first chunks of Disney movies, I loved how absolutely dark Walt Disney got with these movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, the evil queen wants to take her heart. Yeah. Wants the hunter to take her heart from her body and then yeah. show it to her. I mean, that is heavy as hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, wants- it's intense. It's yeah, much she- closer to the Brothers Grimm stuff. Exactly. Yeah. There's some like really dark imagery there when she's like running away in the woods and all the trees look like they're attacking her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I liked, I appreciated the fluid animation. That yeah. is so impressive, especially because there's never been anything like that before. Do we know if they filmed it, if they did 24 cells per second? Or well, how many cells sure, per second actually. Snow White would have done? Or like how many Disney did back in the day? Because no. it is beautifully fluid. And also they had the multiplane camera. Exactly. Was yes. that the, was, did the, had they used that in shorts before? Or was that the introduction? That was the, of the introduction of it. Yeah. That is, that's, you want to talk game changers. That is that, true. That yeah. may. You want to explain what that is for the multiplane camera? Here? Yes. Uh, for those who don't know, imagine, uh, something the size of a phone booth, uh, <laughs> with multiple planes of glass or multiple panes of glass that are all painted. Uh, the camera is looking down bird's eye view into it and the camera can move around and it gives a 3D effect. Yeah. So, uh, the planes in the foreground will be the, uh, foliage closest to you and the planes furthest away would be the mountains in the background. It's hella impressive. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's really gorgeous to look at. Snow White is beautiful to look at. It's a mm. nice piece of art. Plot wise, uh, it's a little strange. It's a little thin. It's a little thin. It's a little thin. It's you know a little problematic. You know, she falls sure. in love with the first dude she sees. She's like what fourteen. Yep. Falls Look, asleep. This guy kisses her. She gets married without saying two words to this guy. It's yeah. like it's weird. You know, there's problematic all over oh. the place. Oh yes, we will. We get, will discuss. We will get there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, <laughs> we. I mean, I guess is that a, that's a decision we have to make. Do we yeah. look at these movies through their lens, or do we look at these movies through a 2020 lens? We did an episode where we talked about who was the greatest president of all time, mm-hmm. and we eliminated George Washington because he was a slave owner. Oh, uh, that is looking at things. I mean, obviously, I'm not. <laughs> 
I'm not giving. I'm not playing devil's advocate. What are you doing? What are you doing here, here, huh? What are you doing? I'm saying that we're looking at things. Just be you, Mark. We do have to look through things through this through this lens. Yeah, it's. it's, I think it's that thing that that Hodgman talks about, Mm -hmm. which is you have to take it in the context Mm -hmm. of when it was done. Right. We're going to talk about Song of the South later, but it was it was a huge problem then. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it only gets worse with time. Right. Yes. But even then, it was unacceptable. That's just a movie that can't go to the finals. We'll, we'll again, Song we'll talk again. about it. No, you're not talking. You're talking about a different there, movie. We're not right. talking about there, Snow White. Yeah, there are a lot of problems in in these movies. It can't. Mm-hmm. We're not going to find one that I think is flawless in that regard. There's going to be something mm. – to varying degrees, there's going to mm-hmm. be something that's like, that's not okay. It, yeah, or just straight up hasn't aged well. Yes. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, and that's that's definitely going to be a factor to yeah. talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think another thing that this movie did – I don't know if it introduced this – by design and it became a thing or if this was just how the storytelling happened and they realized that they needed this was the idea of there is the main story where people look like humans and then there are the secondary characters that provide all of the comic relief the dwarves that that, yeah in this case the seven dwarfs Mm -hmm. and they all look sort of as like caricatures even though snow white is a perfectly you know proportioned to scale uh, to yeah, yeah. to scale human mm-hmm. as are most of the animals in this world right and then yeah i'm thinking about other movies later on where that's the case um you know the the sisters in cinderella right being yeah. another example of really cartoony or the three fairies in sleeping three, beauty in, in sleeping beauty yeah. against Cin- like i wonder if that's something that they did deliberately where they were like well we're gonna make this thing that is like a prestige cinematic feature length movie but right. we're still going to have some cartoon in there. Yeah, I think right. it's I think it's actually really clever because it mm-hmm. shows not tells who you should laugh at. In yeah, the movie. that's interesting. Well, that's true. Right? Yeah. So like even if I wasn't listening to a word that's been said, I'm like, okay, I laugh at these dum-dums cuz yeah, they look dumb. They're the funny ones. And then I admire, look up to, want to be the one that looks like me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Not to say that I look like Snow White, but I do. Yeah. yeah this do. dress is lovely. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I don't know how long it took you to do that 1930s hairdo. <laughs> yeah. I love all your birds. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. They're, 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 they're a they're nuisance. A they're, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so should we move on from Snow White and yeah. then we'll, we'll figure out what our Mount Rushmore is later? Yes. As sure. we, uh, as we talk about them after <laughs> Snow White comes Pinocchio. Oh, yes. And I will say right now, having watched it recently, this movie is not very good. <laughs> what? Strong disagree. Pinocchio. Are you serious? I want to know why you didn't think it was because, great. Because in this movie, <laughs> if this is, this is your hero. This movie is called Pinocchio. Yeah. This movie is about this kid. Mm-hmm. And this cat kid has about as much agency over his life and decision making prowess as the feather at the beginning of, uh, Forrest Gump. <laughs> he is, Floating wherever the wind takes him, whatever anyone's like, this movie is a study in susceptibility. Well, but that's, isn't that yeah. the point though? The point is that this is a puppet that has consciousness and then is being, you know, it's he an impressional. has consciousness. But that's the point. It's about youth. Yeah. It's, it's an allegory about youth and how guess, impressionable they I are. I just found myself in watching Pinocchio. I was like, everything he says is dumb and I don't like him. He's made of wood. 
I get and it. And he comes to life. Uh, and his nose it. grows if, when he lies. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the only reason he has a conscience is the, because of Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket is, the, Jim- is his guy. No, the secondary characters are great in it. Uh, Foulfellow and yes. what's the other guy's name? Don't the uh, the two. Know. The two Heidi and, and the cat. actors like yeah. for me. Figaro? Yes. Fig- yeah. uh, no, that's the cat. Figaro that's the, uh, yeah. Uh, that's the little cat. It's, um, and Cleo, the goldfish. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember. People are, I know people are going to, but yeah, Stromboli. the cat and the gold. No, Stromboli's, Stromboli's a, fun, Stromboli's a, big, Stromboli's a yeah. fun, great yeah. villain. Yeah. yeah. But like every character in this movie is really fun mm-hmm. except Pinocchio. Pinocchio, the character Pinocchio. Ugh. Why, yeah. why are you so mad right yeah. now? I don't know. Really? Because, <laughs> because I want there to be movies on this. I can't just gush at all of them. And there is a, an element of comedy to this show. Yeah. So I'm going to maybe slightly overplay. Uh, slightly. Overplay. Oh, just wait till we get to Sleeping Beauty. Oh, God. I have some choice words for that movie. Um, I, I would say I, I love, I love Pinocchio. Love Pinocchio. Here's yeah. a fun fact about me, actually. Mm-hmm. I have a huge, very real fear of whales. I cannot oh. see a whale on screen. I freak out. And it, it, so that's a visceral, it's a visceral scary reaction, ending for yes. you. And the reason why is like I was triggered as a young kid with Jonah and the Whale was a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. And Pinocchio. That's that's one of the four oh, that, that I did the, see. Oh, wow. And wow. it affected me in oh, yeah. such Monster a way where I was terrifying. like, whoa. Monstro is like still. Yeah. As an adult, I watched it and was like, ah, this is the scariest thing I've ever seen. Can you ever. not go on the ride? No, I cannot, right I cannot. I cannot go on the ride. Yeah. I cannot go on the ride. It's like Monstro's. You go into his mouth when you go into like storybook land. Or yeah. haven't been. My won't well. go in. Yeah, it's. I just ultimately actually going to Disneyland made me realize what it was about Monster that freaked me out, or whales in general, mm-hmm. which is a scale. I have an issue with scale. Things that are too big. Yeah, like my brain has a really hard time adjusting. Mm-hmm. For example, in the Indiana Jones ride. You yeah. walk in and th- there's those giant doors that open. Yeah. I get free- freaked out ba- by the giant doors. I am doors. such a baby. That's, That's a great ride. I am a it's a oh, fantastic ride. ride. But yeah. those moments, I have my eyes closed because I can't deal with how big those doors are. All right. That's amazing. No, yeah. I mean, look, like that feels <laughs> like, it. that feels like, uh, you know, a- ancient human primate yeah. brain, like <laughs> it totally big is. things scary. Yeah. Big, you know for real. I mean? yeah. 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 It's the caveman in me still I get it. freaking out I over get big it. things. But I think Pinocchio's great. I mean, the whole story is about like how, a ch- how it's about society. It's the movie isn't about Pinocchio. Right. It's about how the society reacts to children, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So in that regard, I, I will say. You really think I'm, Snow White had agency in that movie? Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? No, none of them do. Exactly. Yeah. And but for some reason, for some reason, it annoyed me more with Pinocchio because I think his dialogue was worse. Yeah, well, yes. Uh-oh. But his song was great. His song's yeah. great. And it is a... And, you know, it's a classic Italian story, and I'm of Italian heritage, oh, so it's see, fun to see. And, yeah. like, I love circuses and So how animals. dare you, sir? Yeah. No. How dare you? Why I guess you I just... spit on your descendants? I guess it's <laughs> not that I don't like Pinocchio... The movie. I just don't like Pinocchio, the puppet, the kid. The, yes, yeah. the marionette come to life. Yeah, you don't think he earns becoming a real boy? No, I don't think he earns yeah. becoming a real boy. What about that I part think about if some person had said, you know what he is? Pinocchio's a swing voter. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to Thanksgiving dinner, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Mark's been yeah. hitting the brand. Yeah. Pinocchio wants to be a real boy because the last person that said the last person that talked to him said being a real boy is a good thing. 
it's his father. It's what really what is Geppetto. It's I know. It's and that's the thing. If if I, if you look at it as Geppetto's story, it's beautiful. Yeah, I mean he's um, barely in it. But also, how are you gonna? How are you gonna? I don't know. I, I Geppetto. I'm not. Uh, mm, how are you gonna have a child? The okay, so a puppet that you create, <laughs> yeah, uh, suddenly comes to life. But, Your yeah. wish came true. What is the first thing Geppetto does? Send him to school. What? Yeah. What? Don't you want to be with your flesh son now? Spend all day, teach him the ways of life before you send him out to school? Wild. Wild. Yeah. He spent his whole life just building puppets on command. <laughs> and now he's like, now I'm going to tell someone what to do. Yeah. Now you, what you're going to do is go to school and I'm going to get a damn break. <laughs> to sit here by myself and somebody can, no, it's a hard day for me. I just so sent my wild. son to school for the first time. Unbelievable. Uh, Irresponsible sure. parroting. That's what the movie's about. How did Pinocchio do at the box office? Was it one of the flops or one of the... No, it actually did really well. Did okay. Not as well as Snow White. Fantasia but did, was the one that... Fantasia was, was the big bomb. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on. Let's talk about Fantasia. Yes. That would be 1940. 1940. Uh, 1940, yeah. So this, uh, by the way, this is, uh, Snow White came out in 37, Pinocchio in 40, uh, at the, be- in the beginning of 1940 in the winter, and, mm-hmm. uh, at the end of 1940 in the fall, Fantasia came out. That's right. Uh, what'd you think of Fantasia, guys? I like that the Philadelphia, uh, the orchestra's in Philadelphia. Oh. That, that's why I'm How? That part's good. Hell, you will get a Philly <laughs> shout out into every episode. <laughs> 200 and some odd episodes. The hippos are ballerinas. Oh, yeah. It's, that? I think it's ambitious. With alligators, right? Is yeah, alligators the alligators. Yeah, the o- mm-hmm. ostriches, yeah. I believe. Oh, they're ostriches. Yeah. 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 Oh. I'll say it took me like two or three sittings in my watching mm-hmm. all of them to get through it because it's like, <laughs> guys, this is... It can get tedious. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful but tedious. It is beautiful. It is, yeah. This is the beginnings of uh, the package film starting to creep in, right? Because the whole there's no plot in Fantasia. It's a no. bunch of shorts no. yeah. inspired by music, which mm-hmm. I think is a cool premise. Yeah, very cool yeah. premise. And I love having like they have the orchestra tuning oh, at the beginning. So they great. have an intermission in the middle. It feels yeah. like yeah. Watch it. Do you think you lost something watching it on television yes. versus watching it in a theater? Because yes. It's, okay. I'm or sorry, even like live or even yeah. like a live. Or, could you imagine watching Fantasia with a live audience? I think that'd be dope as hell, right? Yeah. But, you know, I have my own personal issues with Fantasia. It's incredibly problematic. <laughs> There are a lot of problematic parts. It, 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 incredibly problematic. Actually, they had to redo the movie because there was one part that was like straight up just racist. Yeah, in the pastoral. Yes. The black exactly. satyrs. Exactly. Yeah. The, well, the zebra satyrs. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, and then there you have the little like Asian mushrooms in the first number. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a little like, That's oof, in the- oof, you know? So, but again, what my co-host... Rachel on the podcast, who is an avid Disney defender, mm-hmm. says it was a different time. Right. So I'm going to quote yeah. that there. And it, was it was a different time. It was, I think, believed to be an homage to exactly uh, to those dee, cultures. Dee, dee, dee. Yeah, that exactly. that whole yes, segment. exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And the Russian dance was that. Yeah. A, was that the Nutcracker Suite? Nutcracker Suites, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think like you gave me Pinocchio, which I was all into. Then like this curveball that was Fantasia, I was a little like, what? Yeah. That's Disney getting artsy. It's, yeah. It's Walt's like Dark Crystal. Like I have a great yeah. idea. You're going to love it. I love the Dark watch. Crystal. Yeah. But you're, you're part of them. There are not many people do. I guess that's true. It was true. kind of a, it was a, fl- because people are like, this is the Muppet guy. What yeah. am I watching? The few yeah. people who love it, love it. Yeah. yeah. 
but and ultimately own twenty-sided dice. It's a mess. The Sorcerer's Apprentice is a great piece. Obviously, it's the kind of the yeah. That's out. the yeah. lead. Yeah, that's the big. And Night on Bald Mountain is uh, right. dark and beautiful yeah. and cool, but there's a lot of filler in that movie. A lot. There's a That's lot of just it was. staring at snowflakes for 20 That's minutes. That's what it was, mm-hmm. and a lot of talking about the pieces, which is mm-hmm. kills the energy of your dang movie. Yeah. Right. And which, But makes sense, like, if you go to the Hollywood Bowl and you see an evening yeah. of classical music, I think – Thinking of, I think we have to think of this less as a boring Disney cartoon mm-hmm. and more as an elevated night of classical well, music. Well, that was the intention. That's right. the reason why Disney did it because he wanted to elevate the animated trope. Because so far they did like two fairy tales, right? Yeah, right. Which was intended for children. And he's like, wait, animation can mean much more. Right. Unfortunately, people were like, Give me a singing princess. Come yeah. on, what's happening? Yeah, this here? is this is this is a this is a whole lot of watching yeah. watching droplets. Yeah, and then like watch. and then like ten minutes of showing me a waveform of a voice. Hey, oh my gosh, that <laughs> yeah. You just hear the audience just sitting there. You just hear yeah, a lot of coughing. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, well, let's move on past Fantasia to one of my favorites and a lesser known one, and that's The Reluctant Dragon. Mm-hmm. It's considered part of the canon. It's not fully animated. For those who don't know The Reluctant Dragon, it's basically – is it uh, Robert Benchley that does it? Yeah. It's Robert Benchley I'm impressed with how much guides you, know. you through uh, – look, I told you I'm a Disney fan. That's wild. Uh, he guides you through the creation of an animated movie from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Right. And the ending, you see this completed movie the reluctant dragon right i love it because i've always been a behind the scenes fan uh-huh. and that kind of stuff to me is great what did you guys did you see the reluctant dragon I have you it, yeah and you put it in the drop box for me to check yes. out <laughs> what'd you think i mean I, lo- I love that kind of stuff too it doesn't feel like a, it doesn't it's feel like it's not gonna, gonna be, gonna be a finalist contender. i feel like it's something that you mentioned as oh you should check this out yes yeah. you love disney if you have disney plus and you watch the imagineers and you enjoy seeing how things are made right mm-hmm. then you should check this out i mean that's that's what I would say, Oscar. Yeah, I think it's like a very like a niche movie for a very mm-hmm. specific crowd, mm-hmm. the Dark um, Crystal crowd. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. it's the it's truly is the Dark Crystal of the Disney movies. Yeah. yeah. I will say I did like the Reluctant Dragon. You it's, know, yeah, it's a fun movie. It was yeah. fun and it's cute, cute yeah. and, and stupid. It was for, great for having been made specifically for this purpose. Yeah, it's actually, like, okay, really, it really could be its own movie. Like, I want to see the Reluctant Dragon yeah. feature film. Um. Now we're gonna move on to uh after the because I feel like that we've yeah. go to watch the reluctant period. Dragon. That's yeah. it. Yeah, moving period. on. It's on Disney Plus. Watch it. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh after that we have Dumbo nineteen. And by the way, all of this it's only nineteen forty one now. Yes, that's two and nineteen. That's one in thirty seven, two and forty, and Cranking two in nineteen forty one. Cranking mm-hmm. them out. And animation not easy to crank out Not quickly. Oh, Re- after reluctant dragon came Dumbo mm. uh, nineteen forty one. Oh, Look, oh, do Dumbo. we just need to talk about the crows? The Jim Crows? Yeah. yeah. That is, boy, if, I mean, okay. look, we have to think about the times, but. It's real bad. Holy it, it moly. Doesn't, it makes all of his, uh, anything he said about Song of the South and his campaigning for an Oscar for the, the mm-hmm. lead actor whose name I forget. I apologize. But it just, it just renders it all moot <sighs> for me. Yeah. It's such a shame because I actually yeah. really like Dumbo. It's a beautiful story. It's yeah. sweet. The song with, uh, when her trunk comes Baby out. Oh, Baby Mine. Baby Mine. When I her can't trunk comes out of the case. Yeah. The, like, it Casey, the, the train God, song at the very it's beginning. Gorgeous. Great. Yeah. It's fantastic. And not overly 
musical. I, I no. actually, the reason why I didn't really watch Disney movies because I always assume like, oh God, a lot of singing and musical oh, shit. that's my jam. Which I'm not into. See, like everything starting with Little Mermaid on when they full on just were like, exactly, well, now yeah. we're Broadway music. Exactly. And I'm like, no, not I for me. That. Sorry. Oh, oh. So this to me was like, oh, cool. This is like a nice amount of music yeah, it's like in a, the movie. A sweet, yeah. got yeah. a couple of songs. Yes. And then one then you got your gym. really, really oh. terrible element. That being said, mm-hmm. I love those characters. I know. They're yeah. fun. They're fun. Characters. The crows are fun. They're my favorite characters. If I they just weren't called, called the Jim, Jim crows, crows, I know. If they weren't black crows, I know. Called the Aren't Jim the crows. voices also kind of slightly problematic they're they're not i mean they're they're not full step and fetch it but no, they're but I yeah feel like they're getting close. Yeah. yeah to me to the way this is the what i said in the podcast to me dumbo was a really interesting movie about clowning the old school of entertainment versus the yeah. new jazz age that was coming in in the 40s mm-hmm. of the new sort of entertainment that was taking yeah, over. Yeah, Dumbo did does sort of feel like that sort of like roadhouse vaudeville hop Ex- on a train yes, kind of very entertainment. Much that. Like which, the circus was yeah. happening but it was sort of dying dying out. I mean it was like TV was about to show up and sort of like kill that form of entertainment mm-hmm. yeah jim crow show up and show like a ah, livelier side of the entertainment world you know yeah, yeah. and dumbo embraces it right takes the feather mm-hmm. and f- truly soars you know yeah so i liked the i don't know maybe i'm thinking too much about it i'm putting too much in there but like no, no but there are, there are a lot of great elements in yeah. dumbo and one very very problematic one exactly yeah um, so let's move now. Uh, they took a, you know, almost a year to make the next one. Mm. Lazy Disney. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that was, but World War One or World War Two had started. So I get it to release, uh, Bambi. Uh, Bambi came out in 1942. Yep. Bambi to me is the story is fine. Yeah. The characters are fun and sweet. What would you say the story is? It's, uh, coming of age of a, of a young deer who lost his mom. Mm. Um, but to me, the the thing that makes this movie stand out is not to the point of finalist, but like oh. the the big ben- the big thing I think is beautiful about this movie hmm. is uh, the realism. Ah, like yes the the realism yeah. of the painting, the way that it's done is yeah. Like yeah. the animals look like animals. Well, the they trees look deer like trees. Into the studio, to right? Yeah. They brought live animals in and As- studied them. Aside yeah. from those cartoony looking characters like right. Thumper and Flower and Bambi. Right. It really is a beautiful, like, it's a painting. Yeah. That movie. And it's very, this is like very, um, I would say like American mm-hmm. movie. Mm. It, it takes it place in the anything? forest. I don't think it is. Mm-mm. I think it was original story. I want to say this was such a long time ago that we recorded it, but there was, it was inspired by like the colors were very Japanese inspired mm-hmm. and even like Bambi having those big eyes, there was like an anime influence right. in there. Yeah. But I think ultimately it's like a very, it was, it looks like one of those paintings your grandma would have in the living yeah. room. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Like something yeah. on the front of a Louis Lamour book. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so they made a movie about that, which is great. Uh, they have songs about the seasons. It's very nature forward, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right about like, can you describe the plot of it? And that's my issue with it. Yeah. It's like, well, Bambi's mom dies, and that's 
Pretty much. That's the big moment, yes. and it's the saddest. It's the saddest. It's also the only Disney movie where the villain is human. Human people. People are the bad guys. Yeah. The just the concept of humans. Fact off of that, which is not really the movie. When Disney employees were goofing off and somebody saw Walt coming, they would say, man is in the forest. And that was their, <gasps> that was their cue no to kidding. go back to work because that was always his expectation Damn. was like, what do you got? What are you working on? Yeah. When you're here, you're going to be doing your best. But there so were just a bunch of cartoonists. So there's going to be some goofing off yeah, to get man the juice in the forest. <laughs> so. That is our first chunk yes. of movies. Do you want to pick one out of I it? I think now? we have to pull one out of this and it's it seems glaringly obvious to me the one. Oh, really? Yeah. Snow is it White? The Reluctant Dragon? No, it's not the Reluctant. Dragon. No, it's Snow White. <laughs> what do you guys think? Are you are you going Pinocchio? I'm full on Pinocchio You're with this one. Pinocchio. Like uh, I'm fully committed to Pinocchio. Snow White is fine. Mm-hmm. I'll allow it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but just know that I'm not happy about Fair it. Fair enough. Okay. Well, well, no, we can talk about it. Let's what did what is like what were the innovations in Pinocchio? The nose grew. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean like How many what did you when did you see that before, Mark? Name it. All right. Name it name three times it happened. Uh one those time. three one time. To see a nose grow. Yeah. Uh Jimmy Durante slowly over eighty years. <laughs> All right. You have proven me wrong. I will yeah. for the rest of the <laughs> I guess in terms of like technical feats mm. and the movie in terms of like cultural statement, yes, no way for sure. Yeah. I'm thinking like in terms of like, was I entertained? Pinocchio was. Yeah. The yeah. clear let's, winner. Let's think of this though. Then, then we need to figure out what are our criteria. Mm. If we're going to start, if we're going to start eliminating and making choices, what are the criteria that we're looking at for this? Okay. He's got to be one of them. Yes. Qual- just quality of yeah. the movie. Col- I think cultural importance could I be agree. another. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, entertainment value entertainment value do you like it yeah music music is a big one i think in all of these yeah um did you think snow white had better music i mean i think that i think that hi ho is oh hi ho is such an iconic song yeah but so is when you wish upon a star that's true upon a dream also no once upon a dream is sleeping beauty beauty yeah you know, here's what I'll say. Song-wise, I think they're a wash. What is her song? Is it Someday My Prince Sleeping Will Come? Beauty. Someday Cinderella. My Prince Will Come. Oh, that's Someday, her, my, Prince that's yeah. pretty good Someday my Prince Will Come. Um, that one slaps. <laughs> that one slaps. You know what? I'll give it, I'll give it to you. I'll give you Snow White, and mm-hmm. here's why. Because the first thing you see in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is the evil queen. That's mm-hmm. the first... For, you are introduced yeah, to the villain and right her away. looking in the, in the glass. She, just, like, her she gets in the, glass. the first line in the entire movie. And I would say she's one of the most iconic Disney Absolutely. villains of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. And everyone thinks she's saying mirror, mirror on the wall, but it's actually magic mirror on the wall. Yeah. She doesn't say mirror, mirror. I don't know where people are getting this mirror, mirror from. I don't know. Uh, from that Julia Roberts movie. Ah, yes, yes. The classic <laughs> mirror, mirror. Sorry. Right. Julia Roberts as the evil queen that no one <laughs> saw. <laughs> um, by the way, you know how all those, uh, a lot of those original or early Disney movies open with the book being That's right. Opened. Yes, yes. It's right. a trope. Uh, yeah. And the once upon a time, that trope. Those books they now sell at the Disney store. Oh, as ju- they're journals, but their covers oh, are like fully rubberized, oh, like thick, uh, carved versions you? of those books. Ka-ching, ka-ching. And the yeah. Sword in the Stone one, I almost bought the other. Is that night. your fate? No, it was one of the ones I watched most recently. Okay, so it was just. What in is my your head. favorite Disney movie my- outside outside of Walt Disney's lifetime? Yeah, outside of Walt Disney's lifetime. Yeah. It's not one that is usually on people's lists. Mm, let's hear it. Uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. 
What? Yeah, really? that's my second favorite. Is it? Of all time. Oh my God, I love that you said that. Yeah, it's really? so good. It's the only one that has music that I think it's Alan Menken's best work. Agreed. It's the one that, it's the only one that had a song that when I watched it in the theater, there was one song that gave me chills and one song made me cry. And the story is great. Uh, made you, gave you chills, Hellfire? No, but Hellfire is the best it's Disney the be- villain song of all time. It's the best song, period. It's an amazing song. Hellfire is an amazing song. No, wow. the one that gave me chills was uh out there tom holse at the end of out there mm, is wow. perfect yeah so wait, what's great. your number one emperor's new groove <laughs> emperor's amazing new groove. it just wow. fits sure. all the criteria yeah. it, and it's, it's, it fits all three of your criteria yeah. david spade john goodman and patrick 100 yeah. or the kid is the fourth yes yeah sure. or the kid is the villain oh no, i mean like it's it is the best it it evolved this is why Disney is the best. It, mm-hmm. it grows with the times, right? There was a self-awareness that was happening in, in these animated movies. And the Empress New Groove is the perfect example of that. Also, there's no singing, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. Right. It's awesome. What's your favorite? I, you know, Princess and the Frog. Oh, love that I too. Love another, another epic, love that epic music. These are guys, these are really good. Yeah. yeah. I love. She's Ooh. my favorite princess. She's the best princess. My favorite and his movie. other Almost side there. song, his yeah. his villain song, uh, friends the, on the other side. Friends yeah. on the other side Ooh. with the card. Was a so oh, it's oh, it's so like great. that. Almost is, there. Great song. So good. One of truly the only princess to want a want that isn't finding love. Yeah, she wants yeah. a restaurant. She wants to open a rest. Damn, come on. Yeah, yeah. come on. Tiana's awesome. Self-sufficient Tiana's woman. a Tiana's a princess Tiana's you want to awesome. have a beer with. You know what yeah. I mean? People of the world listen to our uh, best Disney princess episode, <laughs> yeah. which she did not win, but I fought. She did not she win. She didn't. Who won? Bell. Bell. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Stockholm syndrome aside, she's I mean, come on. Uh, the live action movie made the animated like made the animated film worse. Worse. And thank you. It's the other way around. I thought the the Jungle Book agreed was so good agreed. that it makes me appreciate the cartoon. Agreed. And then Aladdin made me go. Maybe oh, I never need no. to watch um, these live action ones ever again. And yes. my my best friend and I, and I don't know I've told this story before, but Oscar hasn't heard it. And the <laughs> rest of you just pretend you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> just when fast was, forward uh, 60 seconds. My best friend and I were 16. We're hanging out in the suburbs of Philadelphia playing roller hockey all day. Mm-hmm. And we come in and we're both like, what do you want to do? And I, I look at him like, you want to watch Beauty and the Beast? And he said, yes. We had cookies and milk and watched Beauty of the Beast in his just loved it's it. It's a great it's movie. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. It is perfect. Yeah. It's not the best movie. Beauty and the Beast. It has not aged well. The animation's weak. Well, the animation is weird <laughs> in spots. It when I hate it. Also, Little it's Mermaid, not as good as everyone thinks it is. But Sorry. Ursula's song is. Ursula is just Ursula great. Is Ursula is the greatest Disney villain of all time. Yeah, yeah, I have issues um, with the little mermaid. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Look, they, they they can all be problematic and for sure, and for and they sure. all are in their own ways. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're gonna take Snow so White. We're gonna take Snow I White. I think it I has think to be, it's, it's Snow White, especially Snow White. I think enough, if you were gonna say the importance to Walt, yeah, that that is I mean, that is what made yeah uh, allowed him to flourish and continue. Yeah. And yeah. Snow White made all the haters shut up. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, do you want to take a break? Should we take the break now or should we? Yeah, sure. We'll take All a right, break. Let's take a break now. Here uh, we go. We're doing it right now. Break in three, two, one, zero. Hi, I'm Janet Varney. And like many of you, brand new sentient robots excluded, I used to be a teenager. In fact, just about all of my friends were, too, including folks like comedian Danielle Radford. And of course, all of us, you, you take on that theater accent and our teacher would say, no, that isn't how people talk. Right. Don't do the super theater kid accent. It's the worst. 
But so when I was doing theater in high school, of course, I immediately was talking about being in the theater. (laughs) (laughs) So join me every week on the JV Club podcast, where I speak with my favorite women artists, innovators, and humans as we reminisce about the past and how it led us to becoming who we are. Find it every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Macho man to the top rope. The flying elbow. The cover. We've got a new champion. We're here with Macho Man Randy Savage after his big win to become the new world champion. What are you going to do now, Match? I'm going to go listen to the newest episode of the Tights and Fights podcast. Oh, yeah. Tell us more about this podcast. It's the podcast of power, too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey, woke discussions, man, and jokes about wrestlers' fashion choices, myself excluded. Yeah. I can't wait to listen. Neither can I. You can find it Saturdays on Maximum Fun. Oh, yeah. Dig it. And we're back. One, two, three. <laughs> no, you can stop counting now, Hal. It doesn't work that way. Oh, I was. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. You don't have to. You don't have to keep it. <laughs> I don't know going like past three. Are there more? Are there more numbers? <laughs> um, now we're going to talk about this is a I'm weird. Broke. This is going to be a weird brief interlude. I think of yes, this one. Yes, uh, we're yes, going to yes. talk about the six package films mm-hmm. that yeah. Disney made uh, during World War II. That begins with Saludos Amigos, right? Uh, is followed by the propaganda film Victory Through Air oh, Power. My goodness. Uh, then the Three Caballeros make mine music. Oh, Song of the South, and actually, no, Song of the South isn't counted as one of the three package four, films. Yeah. It wasn't counted even as one though of the short stories. It, it kind of is, though, in a weird yeah. way. Um, it's, it, yeah, it's an adaptation. It, of, exactly. Of that, that, along with So Dear to My Heart, are the two um, mm-hmm. live action animated uh, That's mixes. Right. Yeah. But let's. All right, you know what? Let's talk about those first. It's not going to be so dear to my heart because I'd never even heard of that and movie. Fun of Fancy Free, don't forget. Have you? Did Fancy you watch Free. that as part of your? I have not because yeah. it wasn't part of the Walt Disney's Pictures canon. And right. that's the thing. I can't think of a a character. No, absolutely not. Got both of them. I think there's one scene that's animated, so that doesn't count. Bye. And <laughs> uh, look, Song of the South is problematic. Uh, there's a reason that Disney just points out that the song Zippity Doodah. And the Brer characters are the only thing that still exist. Why did they make a ride? Because they needed to, to that song. Because so they needed to mess. get rid of. They needed yeah. to do something with the America Sings uh, animatronics. Yeah, they're on the uh, they're on the showboat at the end. Gotcha. So and like it's it's the and like all the characters that were Bayou characters mm. in that like the alligator and you know there's a, there's a bunch of, they just had all these characters and they're like well what about doing a song in the South thing. And I'm sure someone was like, you're joking, right? And, and then they're like, they no, no, like, no, everybody loves the song Zippity Doodah. So. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. They love it. Um, but no, so we're eliminating those. This is. Well, also, I have to say about Song of the South, one mm-hmm. quick thing of why, Please. why ultimately this movie's problematic. Straight up, Walt Disney made the movie and after the movie was made, went to the NAACP and was like, is this okay? To release. And NAACP was like, absolutely not. Yeah. And Walt Disney said, too late, and released it anyway. Yeah, you, That's you why it's a problem. You script on the first draft, <laughs> yeah. and you say, should we make this, or does somebody want to do a massive change? Oh, Walt, this? Walt, Walt. I know. <sighs> Let's start with, this is my favorite of these package movies. Mm-hmm. One of my... Uh, it's between this and its sequel oh. is Saludos Amigos. Okay. Uh, right. Saludos Amigos. Do you know the, you know the story behind of it? Of course. I'm sure. Yeah. Saludos Amigos yeah. was uh, uh, Walt Disney's crew was sent to South America by the U.S. government 
uh, on a goodwill mission mm-hmm. because a lot of South American countries were starting to go, these Nazis have good ideas. <laughs> and they were like, no, 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 no. We need to keep the allies uh, in good graces. And what better way to do that than to send Disney down? Mm-hmm. So it is a package film that the live action segments of it are a beautiful travelogue of South America. That's exactly it. It's a beautiful, beautiful travelogue. And you see like, cool 1940s airplane so mm-hmm. it feels very like howard hughes southern california uh aviation yeah uh and then their their maps are beautiful they do a great job oh, of laying really where nice. you are like now i know that lake titicaca is two miles above sea level right uh, right i know that donald duck it took a vacation that, like you learn huh yeah, you yeah. learn the outfits that they wear it's yeah you learn great. what a gaucho dress is like exactly. from goofy from goofy it's a perfect combination of Really fun slice of history, yeah. Travel documentary, and then some really fun Disney cartoons in the mix. Yeah, and you're introduced to what I think is one of my most favorite iconic characters, Jose Carioque. Mm-hmm. Jose Carioque is amazing, which is the best, one of my favorite Disney characters, yeah. ever. Who is a who is modeled after the Brazilian singer that wrote the song. That's right. That they that was a song that was written for Carnival in Rio. Yeah. The singer that recorded it, uh, they sort of modeled Jose Carioca after mm-hmm, him. And yeah. it's, yeah, it's like, it's great. It's super groovy. And then, so, and then, uh, Three Caballeros. Yeah. Was, they added Panchito in Three Caballeros. That's right. So yeah. they had Panchito, who was, was he Mexican? Mexican. Yeah. He was Mexican. So like, instead of just South America, it was like, th- that one, that was one was, was that cover South America as well, or that was, or Three Caballeros was all Mexican? Mexican, yeah. So it's just straight up, uh, mm-hmm. the same type of thing, but for right. our neighbor to the immediate south, exactly. not our neighbor to the far our south. Central yeah. American friend. What were some of the ones in, uh, I've, forgive me, I've seen, uh, Saludos Amigos way more recently. Mm-hmm. What were some of the ones in the mix in, was it the, that, yes, that weird bird that thing. That weird bird oh, with Donald, yes. driving Donald crazy. Yes. Carmen Miranda makes an appearance. That's yeah. right, yeah. Dancing there with... a lot uh, of like famous stars in that era. That yes. I think Caballeros was more their attempt to break into, mm-hmm. break into that market. Into the Mexican unless, market. Yeah. Please don't side with the Nazis. Yes. Right. <laughs> please. Which is great. The yeah. idea of like reaching, like, let's try to... Yeah. In, in our way, expand into that market. So Little's Amigos was the please, and Three Caballeros was the pretty please. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Next, we have Victory Through Air Power. Oh, my gosh. Well, come on. Victor- Do we really have to talk about no, this? No, Victory Through Air Power is just a mostly black and white. Is it? <laughs> it was entirely yeah. black and white. And mostly... Government-funded like propaganda. Yeah, this yeah. dude made. talking who wrote a book yeah. called Victory Through Air Power who proposed, like, we'll win the war if we invest money in airplanes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it is It is straight up a – it is an essay snooze of a movie. Fest. It is a yeah. snooze fest. Could not be less. But, again, if you're a history buff, it's right. a weird, cool little slice of history. Sure. Then we get to three in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no. Holy mo- – there are more than – Two, three, four, five. There's like, oh no, we took Song of the South, and so yeah, there are six package movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we get to the package movies that are just straight up collections of shorts, just a bunch of shorts. Yeah, that is Make Mine Music, Fun and Fancy Free, Melody Time, which is kind of a sequel to uh, Fantasia, right? And Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, right? 
I want to make a pitch for um, fun, fun and Fancy Free. <gasps> what is uh, is the Edgar Bergen and Puppets opening? Yes. It's so weird. Fun and Fancy Free is super weird. And the second is Bongo. 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 I love Bongo. Bongo is incredible. Bongo's a, Bongo's a very like sweet circus bear. Which is kind of a little weird. It's, it's a little weird. It's not a good behavior. Yeah. It's like, well, what are you slapping these women bears for? Dudes, chill. Yeah, no. well, it like, wasn't like that. Uh, yeah. Also features yeah, look, the- they beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> Wait, look, how bears do it is different they communicate, than how we do Yeah, it. exactly. Yes, that's their love yeah. language, you slapping each other. You see the smoker other. they put together. That's, not on, the, that's and- not on the list of five, is it? Yeah. Of love languages. Yeah. yeah. Slapping. I like uh, and then, acts you just of read service. It. Yes, and slapping. And slapping. <laughs> if you read in the book, that chapter just says, you are a bear. Yeah. yeah. You are a circus bear. Yeah. Uh, Bongo is a lot of fun. Also, Mickey and the Beanstalk. Mickey and the Beanstalk. Uh, Mickey and the right. Beanstalk is uh, iconic Mickey short because it features Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, Goofy in it. Yeah. Um, it has one of my favorite bits of all time, which is cutting up that dang bean into the thinnest slice yes. possible yes. and putting it in funny. bread. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Donald Duck looking. Oh, my God. It is really brilliant. <laughs> com- like, com- brilliant comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Fun and Fancy Free was after Make Mine music. After Make Mine music. Yeah, make, yeah. My, make Mine music featured uh, not as – it was also kind of a Fantasia kind of I thing. I believe it was a Fantasia but for like current pop music. So yeah, it, it was featured a lot of a lot like – A lot of Benny Goodman. Exactly. Lot of, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that weird like like malt shop short. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Where like they Bobby draw. Soxers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had this weird moment where – they draw the girl, and then the girl looks at her hips and makes the artist erase how big her hips are and makes her hips thinner, which I'm like, what a what? Yeah. <laughs> what? More Why problematic stuff. Why? Uh, some of my favorites from this that I remember, uh, this features the famous Disney Casey at the Bat. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. That's right. Uh, also features the famous Disney Peter and the Wolf. Yes. Oh, and yeah. the super weird Two Hats in Love, oh, Johnny Fedora God. and Alice Blue Bonnet yes. song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, you might not like this one, The Whale Who Wanted to Sing at the Met. That's right. It yeah. was really sad, though. Yeah. The whale, look, the whale was cartoonish enough that I wasn't bothered by it. Yeah. But it told a nice story. Yeah. Like, and that's know. the one. Is that the one that ends where he's got the, the different vocal chords and yes. he can sing in harmony yeah, yeah, with himself? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's fun. It's not great like it's i mean they're all good they're, they're classics fine. They're, they're, fun. Fine. Yeah, they're fine they're a solid fine um and then the final one in this mix is the adventures of ichabod and mr toad and that is just two like mini yes, features exactly this yeah. is their version of grindhouse right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is disney's grindhouse. it's planet terror and yeah, Death exactly Proof. yes yeah. yes yes uh begins with uh uh mr toad's planet terror and ichabod's death Proof. exactly right. yes which was superior planet terror or death proof death death proof <sighs> death proof i think is more cohesive i think planet terror is more fun I'll, I'll it's tell you fun why. it's more i it's, prefer planet terror i i, lo- I love them both uh-huh that whole mm-hmm. movie experience is great for me, there was a point. Death Proof felt like it was made in the seventies. Yeah. Planet Terror felt like it was made a week, like within months of when I saw it. Still, like oh, the same idea. But Robert had, Rodriguez, like the poor editing, like he, yeah. everything yeah. was in there. But the it, 
there was something about it that felt too current. Mm. But it felt like he was giving more high fives to the 70s than Tarantino sure. but was. But that's very that's, – that's, 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 that's Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. Super Rodriguez. That yeah. is Rodriguez Who, I, who sure. I love. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. I watched uh, – I wore out my VHS copy of El Mariachi as a kid. Oh, sure. my, my gosh. My favorite yeah. movie is – one of my favorite movies as a kid. And I uh, read his Rebel Without a Crew, which mm-hmm. is an insane yeah. chronicle of yeah. – him selling plasma to make his first movie, like that's <laughs> nuts. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, but which so, was better? Was um, Ichabod uh, Crane better than Mr. Toad's Wild Ride? What's yeah? yeah. Which one was better? Uh, I kind of. Oh, this is a pass for, for this you? one. Well, this one's kind of. This one was honestly, aside from the characters of Ichabod mm-hmm. and the Wind in the Willows characters with yeah. Mr. Toad, like. This one was kind of forgettable to me. Mm. Yeah. I only remember the Sleepy Hollow. Part yeah. Of the Ichabod, it feels right. like they put two films that I marginally liked yeah. together and made a movie out mm-hmm. of it. So we're at the point now where we're ready to choose, oh. uh, choose one to come out. Pick a package. Of. Oh, wow. Pick yeah. a package Pick film. Pick a package. I mean, you know that my one love is Saludos Amigos in this, but I could be swayed in I the direction. I actually agree with you. That yeah. it's I think Amigos. it's the best one. I think Saludos Amigos is, yeah, it's, Fun and Fancy Free, I thoroughly enjoy. Yeah. I think it's the most entertaining because it is so weird. Yeah. Right? But Saludos Amigos did something that they have never done before. They did a, it was a little bit reluctant dragon too. Yeah. Like you see yes, animators at exactly. work. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, wow. I'm all right. With that. So, so far we have Snow White and the Seven <laughs> Dwarfs. And saludos amigos. <laughs> yeah. This is, but I mean, look, we knew we were going to pull one out of there. And it's, yeah, of course. That is the that's wild the, card that's slot. That's the best one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now we have a pretty epic run. Uh, and this, this is where it gets hard. This is where it gets hard. Starting with Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, uh, do you want to break this in half? Do you want to go 50s and then 60s? Sure, let's do that. Yeah. Okay, because actually 1961 is a huge, huge game That's changer true. for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 1950, Cinderella. 51, Alice in Wonderland. 53, Peter Pan. 55, Lady and the Tramp. 59, Sleeping Beauty. Wow. Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, Lady and the Tramp, Sleeping Beauty. All, all legends. Classics. All classics. Great run. Silver Age of Disney. And my so, favorite Disney character of all time is in there. What? Which I will mention when we get, oh when my we God. get to. Is it Nana? From Peter Pan? I, that's, I do love Nana. <laughs> uh, oh, poor Nana. Poor Nana. Nana. Just left there to strangle while yeah. floating in the air. <laughs> Such a oh. shame. <laughs> Uh, right, I mean, I feel I, I'm like I have a little bit of Nana in me. Sure, yeah. I have some some Nana energy yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all, yeah. There's a, there's a little Nana inside inside all of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Cinderella. Okay. Yes, um, this brought Disney back. Yes, yeah. Huge Success. mega hit. Mm-hmm. Beautiful music. Walt's great animation piece of animation his yeah. favorite which like a specific the tra- the scene dress transformation mm-hmm. that dress transformation which is gorgeous drawn by davis mm-hmm. who was the ladies man of the of the nine old men because oh. he drew women that was like his specialty was female mm-hmm. characters oh, wow so uh, he was responsible for that piece of animation which mm-hmm. was Walt's favorite. it's stunning and also there's another one with great humans that look like humans but Gus Gus and Jacques and right. the rest of the mice being really fun. And the fairy and the, godmothers. The, yeah, the yeah, fairy yeah. godmother being yeah. sort of comically proportional. Yes. Sisters. Fairy godmother who has, who you want to talk like great cameos in Disney movies. Yes. She comes in for five minutes mm-hmm. of this movie and crushes it. Yeah. I say that like she's an actor. 
Uh, like it's like she is an actor that came in, booked a part, did it in one when, day, and left. When Jennifer sees the fairy godmother, if we're at Disneyland, she gets so excited. Aww. An adult woman, like she's yeah. just. It's the, the fairy, fairy godmother. Well, this is like she's a deep cut, but also bippity boppity boo is a bop. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's put it that way. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's great. It's it's fantastic. Um, story wise, it's a classic story. It's again one of those problematic yeah. fairy tales of mm-hmm. all she wants is love. But it's not that the one thing that think that feels a a little different about this as opposed to one that we'll get to later is. She does have her virtues other than just being right. pretty. And, and it is her, and they keep talking about it, it is her uh, kindness. Yes. And that is that I think is a really lovely thing in yes. this movie that she, she is kind. Yes, she's kind to the vermin, mm-hmm. which no one is kind to. Yeah. Nobody, you know? she's even She even tries to think of something nice to say about yeah. the mean cat. Mm-hmm. Named Lucifer? Lucifer the cat. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah. Also, the ev- the wicked stepmother mm-hmm. is the same voice as Maleficent, which we'll talk about later. But they're right. the same, and they're modeled after oh, the actor yeah. who plays uh, who plays them both. Yeah, who no plays kidding. them both. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cinderella is it's it's beautiful. It's yeah. Lady Tremaine is Lady Tremaine is yes. the stepmother. Yeah. Who is like evil? Yeah. I mean, this woman oh. is bad. Oh yeah. If, she said. Uh, w- w- yeah, when she says, uh, she says, if you do this, uh, then you can go to the ball tonight. And the daughters say, do you know what you just said? And she said, yes. I said, if. Yeah. And you're like, Ooh. oh, oh, <laughs> so she's evil. so good. Oh, God, so she's bad. so evil. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's a oh. great villain. She's so good. Um, yeah, and the king is fun, like, the king, oh, yeah. the, 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 uh, the king being just like this hopeless mm-hmm. romantic. Showing him yeah. dreaming about having grandkids, like yes, hopping trying on to set back, up the like, sun up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prince Charming is an empty vessel, cardboard. There is could be anybody. Thumbs on yeah. horses. They're just a bunch of thumbs. Like, it, yeah, pick. They're all pretty much Himbos. the same. Yeah, some of them yeah. you get the. When I don't know if you started digging into the sequels yet, mm. but I'm oh sure yes, 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 yeah, yes. Then some of them get fleshed out. I think uh, the, the Prince Charming maybe gets fleshed out a little. Yeah, bit more. kind of. But kind of. All he is, know. all we know about him is he has a lovely operatic voice. That's right. Sure. Yeah. But uh, they all do. I mean, yeah. Prince, you know, the the prince from Snow White also had the same freaking yeah. voice. Um, Probably the same person. Yeah. Can we say anything? Is there anything? <laughs> is there anything bad that we? Uh, well, are there any downsides? Yes, to me. Of course, I will say something please. terrible. No, please. To me, the movie very much like how you felt about Pinocchio. To me, the movie felt more about Gus Gus <laughs> than yeah. Cinderella. So Cinderella was a very passive character, mm-hmm. and to me, it felt like the mice. In the movie, we're doing all of the legwork in terms of entertaining us. And, and moving the plot along. And moving the plot along. Mm-hmm. And Lady Tremaine was doing all the work of just being evil. Mm-hmm. And the sis- stepsisters were doing all the job of, like, being silly. Yeah, being silly evil. Exactly. Or and bratty, not Cin- evil. Yeah, and Cinderella was just there. Yes. Yeah. I f- honestly feel like I feel sympathy for the women who are friends with uh, those princesses at Disneyland. Uh, mm-hmm. because they got a lot of homework. They got a lot of holes to fill. Yes. You know what I mean? Because oh, they, yeah. they, they have to improvise. Yeah. I mean, when kids ask them a question, they have to figure out what they're going to say. I like the idea that somewhere there is a, a Disney princess in a park who has just filled in backstory 
and is doing or just like in the moment, like a kid. You I know, fought in the Great War, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I should have stopped, but I just kept riding the carriage. I sometimes wonder about that old yeah. woman. I never liked him much, yeah. Prince Charming. Oh. I came back a week later, and yeah. there wasn't even a stain in the grass. He <laughs> fell on my knife. He yeah. fell on my knife eight times. <laughs> oh my God, cell block tango! But for Disney princesses, write, write it. Disney Please. princess cell block tango. He had it. <laughs> oh my god you guys we just figured out bits um so that's a very good point yeah about cinderella that's my only yeah. thing it's animated beautifully yeah. mm-hmm. but eh, um, it's not really cinderella story so let's move on to uh alice in wonderland mm. alice in wonderland uh is uh Crazy movie. It's a yes. real trip. Yes. It's a real trip. Much like the, the, not a mess, but a Lewis Carroll was like, interesting. Like yeah. just craziness all around. Yeah. Well, Lewis, it's like somebody went to Walt Disney and went, Hey, did you know Lewis Carroll wrote a package film? <laughs> yeah. And it was like, Oh, yeah. we could just make that because it's, you've got the, that's the walrus. All the it's uh, a bunch of poems that yes, he wrote. Yes. That's yeah. all it and is. That's all stories. They, they do an admirable job of pulling it together into a film that, yeah. that a child can follow. It, well, uh, can anyone follow what happened in Alice in Wonderland? Like, I don't think I can. I, um, <laughs> I was trashed on the internet for giving this a terrible review on my podcast. Really? I hated Alice in Wonderland. Really? And people gave me such shit about it. Was it was another one that took me a long time to get through. <laughs> yeah. That whole, like, the whole segment with the dodo and, uh, the, like, there's a yeah. whole chunk in the yeah. middle where... The walrus, walrus and the Carpenter. Walrus, like, that was it, Walrus and the Carpenter. Yeah. There's a whole segment in the middle that's like, uh, for half an hour, a character yeah. in the movie tells a story and yeah. i'm like what does this have to do with anything well that's i think that's the point is that the movie's about nothing at all yeah yeah it's i mean it's, it's beautiful. nonsense it gave us, it it's a dream us. it's a fever dream it did give us one of the great iconic disney scenes mm. and that's the mad tea party yes the mad sure. tea party i iconic, thought you were going to refer iconic. to the caterpillar scene no, the caterpillars. Yeah, that's the one I remember. It really sure. brought hookahs into the mainstream. Oh hell yeah! That no other film had. <laughs> yeah, that was the magic of Disney. Yeah. He was like, more hookahs, please. <laughs> uh, and it's got uh, Sterling Holloway as yes. uh, as the Cheshire Cat, mm-hmm. uh, who is uh, one of the creepier Disney characters, a hundred percent. But yeah, aside from that, it's someone referred to me as a Cheshire Cat, and I. Lost my mind. Why? I'm so offended. Yeah. Like, Has anyone ever told you you're like the? They remind you like you remind them of the Cheshire Cat. And I'm like, smile. excuse me. It's like you smile so big, and I'm like, when is that ever a compliment? That's not a nice thing to tell someone. Well, look, don't I, say my say, smile is big. Saying that you have a Cheshire grin can be a a kindness. That just is, but doesn't smile. that's not a good that's not yeah. a compliment. A big smile yeah. is a compliment. A Cheshire grin means like a double up, side. Yeah, yeah like You're I'm about to, to stab you in the back. Yeah. Oh, I thought a Cheshire grin or a Cheshire moon just meant. Oh, it looks like a smile shape. No. I didn't realize oh, that there was a, a nefarious side. That's just a okay. smile, Martin. I know, I know. Look, Come I'm on, the buddy. sheltered one. I'm the sheltered <laughs> one. Um, all right. After Alice in Wonderland, one of my all-time favorites, uh, Peter Pan. Yeah, with the greatest character in Disney history. Captain Hook. the TikTok crocodile. Oh. <laughs> Come on. So the best, he's the just cute, derpy crocodile who yeah. just wants to yeah. eat. 
and gets Shudo, even when he can sneak and shoo him away. And he's That's like, very mm, funny. I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> and when the eyes pop out and they're, come on. It is a great so character. Great. He's so weird. Makes me so happy. <laughs> one of the, uh, one of the other Mount Rushmore of Disney villains in this movie. Captain sure. Hook. Uh, Captain Hook. Who's a child. Uh, Who's a yeah. child? And has no yeah. Really he's a big Smee, petulant Smee child. Runs the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a big petulant child, and Smee is his nursemaid. Yes. yes. Yeah. Peter Pan is great. It led to the most iconic ride that Disneyland has. Oh, it's perfect. The perfect yeah. ride. Love that Love ride. That ride. That ride. Um, it's so great. Yeah. The, I mean, there's. It's a great movie. I can tell you the. I can tell you more Wendy's story mm. than I can tell you Peter Pan's story because mm. the story of you know. You know, Peter Pan comes to the window and the whole like and all that. And then right. once they get to Neverland, there are so, like I get a little muddy on some of the adventures. They kind yeah. of like, you know, when they go visit and they, again, a slightly problematic scene. Slightly. Uh, <laughs> that t- you're talking Do you remember the-, the song they sing? Yeah, very problematic. What makes a red man red or something like yeah. that? Oh, uh, my goodness. Oh, get out of no. here. There yeah. are so many of these. God, There's a lot of them. And, oh, you know, I know that you both love this movie, but I'm about to sh- all over it so here we go go ahead this movie I love the is crocodile bad you love the crocodile you though? think this movie's bad bad why what makes it bad it is very bad uh-oh no, no. It, peter pan is the ultimate f- boy and all of these girls <laughs> are killing each other trying to hit peter pan all the females wendy tinkerbell uh, Tiger Lily, who yep. is the only character that's truly above it all. Mm-hmm. And the dang mermaids are so petty. Let's not forget, Tinkerbell tries to kill Wendy. Yeah. Right? Because she's jealous that she might get close to Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. When Wendy meets the mermaids, what do the mermaids do? Pull her hair and try to drown her because they're jealous that she's close to Peter Pan. Look, it's Disney's The Bachelor. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Look, which means <laughs> if it's anything like this current season, it just means that Peter Pan no! slept with the producer yeah. and doesn't wind up with any of them. All the mermaids are like, can I steal him for a second? Yeah, <laughs> can I steal you for a second? <laughs> I like that. It's nice. <laughs> She's not um, here for the right reasons, Peter. Look. <laughs> oh, my God. I am a fan of this movie. I had never thought of it in it's those terms so, before. Okay, so Julie Meltzer, who was a guest on our Peter Pan episode, mm-hmm. phrased this beautifully. She's like, there are four kinds of women. There are mermaids. You're either a mermaid, a tiger lily, a Wendy, or a Tinkerbell. And a Tinkerbell is a girl who is so does not pay attention to a dude, and that's how she gets the guy. Because he's like, because he fawns over Tiger Lily, right? And she's just the coolest person. Right. Then you have the mermaids who are just like petty and loud and will be like, Bachelor, why don't you like me? Why don't you like me? You should like me, right? Tinkerbell Mm -hmm. is like passive aggressive. Someone who is just like, really her? Really? She's the one. She puts down every other girl (laughs) so so she can look best. And then there's Wendy who's like, what? What do you mean? Like sort of aloof, but plays it too hard. And I will never forget that. That's pretty good. Wow. Um, that's very damning evidence. Yeah, it is. Uh, let's jump over two years. I do years. love that crocodile, though. <laughs> I know you I do. would love to see And I love Captain Hook. Show. Captain Hook's great. Him trying to eat Captain Hook. You got, that is, like, that's all I think about when I think about that that's movie. That's true. It's just every time that he's getting the shave and the doom, 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 doom. Such a great song. All but right. The, that's not going to win. Uh, let's talk about, let's talk about Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. Uh, Lady and the Tramp. Got a great song in it. Who sings that song? He's a tramp, but they love. But um, who sings most of the songs is Peggy Lee. I believe. Peggy Lee. That's mm. right. Uh, she also sings "We Are Siamese." 
Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. I like the number they replaced it with in the live action. Yeah. The live action I enjoyed. I, Not I, I haven't seen the live action. We got was it a Disney it, Plus? Then, oh, it's on it Disney Plus. Time, yeah. But we haven't finished uh, I it. See, but I, I see. love it so far. It's I great. love Justin Theroux and Tess yeah. Thompson. Great yeah. cast. Yeah, Lady and the Tramp, the original, again, another, there's always one ethnically problematic I scene. Know, I and it's the know. Siamese cat song the in this Siamese one. Siamese cats. Um, yeah, I, I liked this movie a lot. I thought it was, it's fun. It's got one of my favorite scenes ever because Bella I'm Notte. Italian. Yeah, and Aha, sure. uh-huh, yes. Bella yes, Notte, yes. I think, is one of the most beautiful, short, sweet, yeah. perfect Disney Is it songs. an original song? Bella or was, Notte, yeah. I believe it is. Okay, okay. Mm. The, were, the Sherman brothers weren't there yet at this point, were they? they yeah, were they not, were. They were not working on this. I oh, no, because they didn't come in until the 60s. I think they were doing mm-hmm. more theme park and TV stuff. They did like Pineapple Princess for an right. episode, which I think they did. Uh, yeah. Let's get together and all that. Yeah. Was that they were, yeah, that was them. Yeah, that was them. Mm. Um, what do you, yeah, what thoughts on more thoughts on Lady and the Tramp? It's, it's middling to me. Yeah. It's, good. it's like a love it's story. Fun. It's a yeah, love story a that I'm like, story. Oh, yeah, it's cute. Yeah. Mm, the Scottish dog is what, Scottish? Yeah. Yeah. The scene, but that like that groovy <laughs> okay. pe- that groovy Peggy Lee song in the sad sort of I like, love that song so much. That scene is great. It's, it's mm. one of my favorites. The it's, way she sways back and forth. Yeah. He's a tra- it's great. I it's love it. It's a great mood. Mm-hmm. Uh like a great mood scene. They do th- that movie does mood really well. Yes. Even when it like like the bark chain when they're doing the yeah. like where it's everything's dark and kind mm-hmm. of dingy and rainy. Like that movie does a great job with moods. Fantastic. I think. Yeah. So the scene with the rat. And the tramp fighting the rat. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's good. Good with a lowercase g. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now the last movie of the 1950s, this is one that I went off on recently. Oh. Go ahead. I'm going to back away from the microphone. Uh, oh my and gosh. That is this is exciting. Sleeping Beauty. Uh oh. Oh yeah. I'm excited. What? Go off. Okay. I have a few things to say about uh-huh. Sleeping Beauty. Number one. Number one. It's not her story. It's entire, Whose story is it's it? It's the three. Uh, it's the story of the three fairies. Uh-huh. The plot. The plot of Sleeping Beauty is three fairies take a young woman who is a baby away to prevent her from being killed by a very cool evil villain yeah. on her sixteenth birthday mm-hmm. or by her sixteenth birthday. So most of the movie takes place on her sixteenth birthday, where these women are trying to protect this girl by not using magic. Things escalate, they use magic, the villain finds out, and then they have to keep protecting this mm. girl. That is the plot of the movie. Sleeping Beauty is barely in it. Mm-hmm. We know nothing about her. The only thing we know about Sleeping Beauty is that she has a beautiful operatic voice. Yes. And her name is Aurora. And her name is yeah. Aurora, like the dawn, and she's pretty. Yeah. And those are the gifts, in fact, literally the gifts she is given are she has a nice voice and she's pretty. Yeah. She is asleep for exactly one night. <laughs> she goes to sleep at dusk. <laughs> she pricks her finger on the spindle of a spinning wheel before sunset on her 16th birthday. Right before sunset, she pricks her finger. Uh-huh. And she is awakened as the sun is coming up in the morning. By Prince Charming or by Prince Philip. Is that a bad thing? It's called Sleeping Beauty. She's asleep for one night, and while she is asleep, it's a metaphor. The fairies. What are you doing? What the are you fairies, talking? It's the a fairies metaphor. Put the rest of the t- Everyone is asleep. She's asleep. It's dark. Yes, she's awake. She wakes up. Oh, the new a new dawn. It's that a metaphor. Movie, that movie is terrible. <laughs> it's not. T- no. Okay, I will tell you. I will say it's got some great. It's got some great elements. The script is awful. The plot is paper thin. 
The script is awful. <laughs> Read the script for this movie. Uh, but stylistically, I think that it was a great precursor to the style masterpiece that came next. Mm. Uh, it was, it was Disney using, using sort of Im- almost like impressionism, uh, yeah. the way that they, that yeah. it looks like it's designed to look like, what would you say, like stained glass? It looks like medieval stained glass. It looks like one of those uh, tapestries. Yeah. With the, the, medieval... Where the trees are boxes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the trees don't take, and, and like it's, here's how useless the character of Sleeping Beauty is. The backgrounds are shaded, right? Uh, and the cell animation, there's no shading in the cell animation. So bad. When Sleeping Beauty falls asleep, they start drawing her in the style of the backgrounds. She's literally just become the furniture. Yeah. This movie is not great. Uh, I love this movie. <laughs> oh my God. Now, I, I, and again, I, like I said, like I said, there are elements to it that are great. Uh, the Tchaikovsky music using, yes. using Tchaikovsky as the entire score is great. I think the three fairies, I think, again, maybe it's like Pinocchio. It's not that I don't like the movie. It's the character of sleep. It's like, she should not be the title character of this. It should be the story Fair. of Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether. But that, that, but so, but so that's the same issue I had with Cinderella. Yeah. No, I get it's like, it. It's not about Cinderella. It's about everyone else. Yeah. But I think, the movie wasn't lying to you. It's Sleeping she, Beauty. Yeah. She wasn't. What do you want? It's, what do you expect? It's, it's technically correct. You, you expect her to be awake in a movie called Sleeping Beauty? Yeah. She it's did just, her job. She's Sleep. also not sleeping for a real long time, Beauty. <laughs> oh. yeah. Sleeping Beauty. She also, sleeps. She's a beautiful She's a beautiful girl. Also, what, do, what do you want? What do you expect? Guys. <laughs> guys, at one point, Maleficent, uh, her big finale move, aside uh-huh. from becoming a dragon, her big like pre-dragon finale move right. is... I'm going to build this giant field of briars that covers right. the entire path between here and the castle. And then Prince Philip comes through and it takes him forever and he's hacking up these thorn bushes to get to his true love, I guess, that he met that afternoon. He hacks through. They had a song they together. Sang, so this well, is know, love. You know. I know, I know. It's love at first sight. It's very sweet. He hacks through this stuff. He goes up and he kisses her and he breaks the spell. And then at the end of that, the fairies are like, oh, that's amazing. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, dawn's breaking. Should get rid of all these briars. Ding. And the briars disappear. Yeah. Could the fairies not have done that? Sure, but they're not very smart, are they? They are smart. They're not smart. They're dumb as heck. When they they <laughs> they're smart with magic, they're dumb with human stuff. They're dumb. They with can't make stuff. a cake. They can't make a dress. But they can do magic. But they can do magic. But the whole that's whole the whole premise of the movie is like for sixteen years you're not allowed to use magic because then we'll have someone know where you are. The that's last why day. they struggled. You can't tell me the cake bit wasn't hysterical. I love the cake bit. It's one of my favorite bits in a Disney. The movie. cake bit is that amazing. dress bit at the end reflects Cinderella. Cinderella's like shining little dress. The, it's a nice little call. Back. The coda at the end. Yeah. Are you talking about when she's dancing with Prince Philip and her dress keeps changing? Yeah. Because the fairies are like, they can't figure Again, it out. Again, I'm realizing in this moment that it's not the movie Sleeping Beauty I have a problem with. It's the character Sleeping Beauty. It's the character Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Also, the moment when Sleeping Beauty touches, pricks her finger mm-hmm. is stunning. That the lead up whole to sequence it. When is Maleficent like, appears as a green ball. It's perfect. I get eerily, chills. Yeah. It is and come beautiful. on. How can you not... This is, this, this is the quintessential Disney villain. Maleficent, Maleficent is Disney evil yeah. incarnate. Yeah. There's no one more evil than Maleficent. 
Hmm. And her crow, Diablo. Um, yeah, she's, I mean, of the movies made in Walt's Besides lifetime, Ursula, I will of course, agree or whatever. You. But yes, um, first one. For, I mean, and she's got a tough, you know, very yeah. tough competition. Wicked Queen, uh, Lady Tremaine, Lady Tremaine and, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, look, she's an iconic, wonderful just, just villain. Say, now, I, you're not wrong. You're not just wrong. Again, I don't say. hate the movie. I don't like the character. I'm realizing right. it now. She's barely character. Let's be honest. Yeah, she's most barely. Of the, a most of these princesses are barely characters. Okay. Not yeah, not until uh, until they're Ariel. Thumbs in beds. Exactly. Thumbs, 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 thumbs meet thumbs in beds. Yeah. I mean, they're perfect for each other. Honestly, yeah. exactly. you know, it's flat. It's like, the Bachelor meets the Bachelorette. Exactly. It's yeah. Bachelor in Paradise. Exactly. Is what it is. Yeah, exactly. You know, so. I'm not expecting much from these princesses. Mm-hmm. None of these princesses, I'm like, whoa, you're blowing me away, right? Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, okay, so now let's look at like these peripheral characters, and that's where the that's where the Disney magic is. That's I think you're absolutely right in that. In that, yeah, the thumbs in beds is that character aside. Sleeping Beauty is there are some really really because fun. Here's the thing: it's like you can't really. Give these princesses personality. Mm-hmm. Because if you want to lob on to identify with the main character, they kind of have to not have a personality. Because if they have mm-hmm. too much of a personality, people are like, I don't want to be this princess, but she's pretty. Right. She yeah. can sing. If it's, if you it's can the imagine 19, yourself. You can imagine you can yourself as yourself on the these princesses. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And therefore, a sign of the times, you know? Mm hmm. That's it. If it comes down to, by the way, in this 1950s section, if it comes down to uh, Cinderella or Snow White or Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty, there is one thing that Cinderella definitely has over Sleeping Beauty is Cinderella has conversations with the animals. Sleeping Beauty just talks to them. And when the owl goes, whoo, she assumes it's a conversation. So she just keeps going. She's lonely. Yeah, I guess. She's lonely she, as hell. And honestly, let's be one. honest, she's horny too, yeah. right? So this owl's horned paying owl. her attention. Yeah. yeah, this horned owl's paying her attention. Yeah. She's like, okay. Let's, she, well, she's let's been let's locked chat. up for 16 years. You know what? If I were friends with Sleeping Beauty at Disneyland, as an actor, I would have to come from the approach of, all right, I'm 16 years old. It's my first day among any humans yeah. other than the three not even really humans, but pretending to be humans that raised me. Yeah. Go. Like, I would go full feral. Does the owl talk yeah, to you as well? Yeah. <laughs> what has he told you? Do you know is the winter going to be hard? Don't listen to what the sparrow tells you. Yes, oh please. God. I think it is between Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty, though. Yeah. Is I think. Any? Yeah. And that alone oh, makes well, me want to pick Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. I, be I would pick Sleeping Beauty over Cinderella for what? sure. What? Gah. Are you serious? Defend Cinderella right now. Defend Cinderella. Who's to say Cinderella? The, is all, a- the animals talk back. Do they? No, they get they're like chippy, 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 chippy. no. Chippy, chippy, chippy. Gus Gus talks to her. They talk to other mice. Yeah. They do not talk to Cinderella. To yeah, they're like chippy, chippy. They, they literally chitter about. Yeah, she is crazy. They don't speak at all. So wait, they're just they're they're just saying forgive my language, but they're just saying this. An animal the whole movie? Yeah. Listen, Cinderella has the same crazy conversation. Her and Sleeping Beauty are cut from the same cloth, right? Yeah. They're both locked in. They don't talk to anybody besides people that want to kill her, mm-hmm. them, right? So she's creating lives and fantasy. Come on. She, she, she make- put clothes on a yeah. mouse. <sighs> well, so you did Sleeping Beauty. Aurora put a whole that? cape and stuff on this owl. Yeah, try to dance right. with it. They're the, they're kiss the, me, owl. Yeah, <laughs> please kiss me before I regret it. Yeah. Like, just do it now. I can't. I can't wait to see a. I would love to see a 
owl in a red cape with birds carrying boots at a Comic-Con as a cosplay. Yes. <laughs> that is right? actually brilliant. If someone could do that, <laughs> that uh, is brilliant. the owl pretending to be the prince. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, Should we head to the 60s? Let's head to the 60s. Mm-hmm. So are we, are we, are we we're taking 60s. Sleeping Beauty? I would pick 50s. Sleeping Beauty Sleeping for sure. Beauty, yeah. All right. All right. I'm outnumbered on this <laughs> one. So, but so like far. I said. But like I said, it's an yeah. epically beautiful yes. movie. We have Snow White, we have Saludos Amigos, we have and Sleeping Beauty. Beauty. And now we only have three movies left, but they're, uh, well, two contenders. 101 Dalmatians. 101 Dalmatians, 1961. The 1963's The Sword and the Stone and... The Jungle Book. The Jungle That's Book. Right. That's correct. 101 Dalmatians changed the game. Mm. I think it did. Visually for me, mm-hmm. like, because yeah. when I, when I first started doing this, that was the movie that I'd watched all of these movies in a row in chronological order. And when I got to 101 Dalmatians, I went, this feels like something different. Yeah. It's like because, a rougher style. Like they don't, they don't color the backgrounds. Yeah. No. The backgrounds are just drawings yeah, they feel and unfinished. it is. It's cool. And they keep that for a long time. Yeah. They like don't really draw out some of the Dalmatians. You can still see the lines yeah. in them. Yeah. yeah. I think this was the first one that was cool. Yeah. Well, it's you know what I the mean? first one that's truly contemporary. Yeah. Because it, it took takes place, place in 1961 London. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's hip, right? Yeah. The music is hip. The music's hip yeah. jazz music. And he's a hip jazz music yeah. player. Yeah. Cruella DeVille. I mean. Cruella DeVille is a beautiful song. Yeah. And that character is... Another one of the great villains. Yeah. Insane. Insane Iconic. 101 Dalmatians has my favorite song in it, which which is Canine Crunchies, which is the commercial (laughs) jingle where all the puppies are singing. And it is my favorite song (laughs) in any Disney movie. Can you regale us with it? I mean... I know. Okay, I don't know. Fair enough. It's like canine we'll crunchy. Do. I don't. It's I. You had, I, it, you had it loaded. I have to loaded. literally sing in the highest register possible sure. to sing this. Sure. And I don't have that fair register. Enough. We're not gonna. We're but not it's gonna, great. Um, yeah. <laughs> it two has, great sidekicks. Yeah. The, oh yes. Sidekicks are great. I yeah. love the the entire midnight bark or twilight bark. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sequence is great, culminating with my favorite three characters in that movie. Which is Sergeant Tibbs and the Colonel. Oh, Tigers. yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. yeah one, one long ball. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Just fantastic. Yeah. yeah. There's, I can't say anything. And it doesn't have any problematic scenes, does it? Except that, you know, no. she wants to kill dogs. Well, yeah, but. But that's the, the she's the villain and yes. that's her whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's cool. It's beautiful. It's, it's very hip. Yeah. The opening sequence where they show the people walking their dogs and how mm. similar. I love that. They are, their styles are too, it's like really, really well costumed. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. And just the look of it is wildly That's, different. it's London, but that scene looks very Parisian. Yes. Like all those just like, everybody's just a series of curves. Yeah. That sort of turn it's into, really cool. yeah, it's, You're right. it's awesome. And just the graphic detail of these Dalmatians too, the black mm-hmm. and white, how like stark it, it's just very that cool. You can tell yeah. the difference too between yeah. like, they're so well animated. You look at the Dalmatians and you go, Oh, I know which one is, uh, is which. Yeah. Patch. Which one's Patch? Who yeah. goes on a London adventure later on? Aww. Uh, next up in this category is, uh, in the 1960s is the Sword and the Stone, mm-hmm. uh, which the plot is just meanders. It's just, it's a bunch of little short. Yeah. yeah, it's a bunch Event of little sword vignettes. You know what it is? It is the whole movie feels like a Disney's comedic cartoon argument for progressivism. Ooh, because I like the, that take. Because everything in the movie is Merlin is guys. I've been to the twentieth century. 
here's what a train looks like. Yeah. Here's what a, a windmill looks like. You guys are backwards. Mm-hmm. Let's fix this. Your thinking is medieval. Let's fix this. Yeah. And it's not just about brute force. It's about the nuance mm-hmm. and the hero of that. The he- uh, Arthur is the hero, but the the hero theme of it is brains over brawn. Yeah. And like, and that I love. And also it has one of my favorite moments in any Disney movie, which is, uh, blow me to Bermuda. Do you know, blow me to Bermuda? Yes. 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 Toward the end yes. when, uh, Merlin is getting frustrated and he just goes, <laughs> blow me to Bermuda. Yep. And then he just launches out the roof. <laughs> yep. And the next time you see him, he is dressed in 20th century Bermuda it's shorts. It's so fun. And, and like, I think Disney, like, he he's wearing some sort of Mickey Mouse thing, which is the beginning of like self awareness in Disney movies, self referential, oh, yeah. right? Disney stuff, yeah. which is like, oh, that's pretty cool. We're, we're out of the like the hidden Mickey and Pinocchio in the chair, exact, exactly, exactly. Like, like Mickey. Not straight up. Here's the Mickey Mouse. Yeah, ears. the yeah. progenitor yeah. of the genie and Goofy. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's a fine. It's it's fun. It's but the plot really, it just is. There's. The ending just comes out of absolute nowhere. Absolute nowhere. Yeah. The movie is just happening, and then it's like, oh, I forgot his sword. You could have started the movie there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's the the ending is a mess, but that boy. But Blow also, me to Bermuda is so I funny. think too. Like no one talks about M- M- Madame Mim, who's the villain yeah. of, or I would because say she's in it for the rival. Six minutes That's at the true. end. But I think she's so. Freaking cool. She's really fun. She's a whack job. She's, yeah. she's, she represents absolute chaos, right? Yeah. She's yeah. all about just like being evil just cause mm-hmm. she doesn't give a f. She's great. I also love that they do a wizard's duel. Yes. And I think of Harry Potter for so many years now of wizard's duels and yeah. like Voldemort and Dumbledore with glass and fire and wind and rain. And this is like, we're going to have a wizard's duel. What's that? Well, they turn each other into successive animals. Yeah. They're trying to be the bigger <laughs> yeah. animal to or try something? to defeat the other, an yeah. animal that could defeat the other one. Yes. 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 Uh, which is a lot of fun. Uh, our final movie. Uh, that we're talking about today. Thank you we, for indulging us and in going long on this. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, is, of course, 1967's The Jungle Book. Now, does this one count? Because he died during production. Exactly. Oh, interesting. I think, I think because it was in production mm-hmm. when he died. He had his hands that in it. That it counts gotcha. as something. That was the last one he had any involvement in. Gotcha, gotcha. So gotcha. it wasn't, it's, you're 100% right. I had that same thought too. Yeah. Like, this isn't his lifetime, but he did have a hand in it. Mm. Just the same way that, uh, that the haunted mansion is his last ride. Right. His mm-hmm. last attraction that he had a hand in, even though it was completed after his death. Right. right. Um, what did you guys think of, uh, the jungle book? So I love the it's Jungle wonderful. Book. It's wonderful. Yeah. I music. absolutely love the Jungle the Book. The music's great. Yeah. The scenery is fantastic. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. All the characterization, like the, everything is the appropriate length. Yeah. The appearance mm-hmm. of Khan in the beginning and how, how they tie him up and throw him. Yeah. Like, just as, yeah. How, uh, it's tricky to make a move. This was like one of the first ensemble <laughs> Disney cast yeah. mm-hmm. where every, every character mattered. Like, Every character had a thing mm-hmm. in this movie. Something to yeah. teach Mowgli. Yeah, exactly. Can I go back really quickly? I know we've jumped away, but I just wanted to give a shout out to another character that I loved in The Sword and the Stone. Because, Archimedes? Uh, Archimedes is great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Archimedes is wonderful and funny. The wolf that is chasing. <gasps> yes. Because there is one of my favorite tropes in movies 
is somebody pursuing someone else and getting their comeuppance over and over and over again, sure. a la any Wiley e. Coyote cartoon, yeah. a la Baby's Day Out. Yeah. But more specifically, oh more Baby, specifically, really? that's the other example of that everything. Baby's Day Out is a hilarious, great movie, and it is a bravado performance know, from Joe Mantegna. Truly, I know too much about that movie. It's great. Do you know that movie is the biggest movie in New Delhi in India and they've actually made a Bollywood movie based on really? Baby's Day Out. And Bolly- I, I want to see Bollywood. It's incredible. Is it really it's funny? Incredible. It's yes, of course it is. Ugh. But it's a Bollywood musical based on Baby's Day Out. It's Baby's iconic Day Out, in India. Baby's Day Out is hilarious. Uh wow. but like I loved it. But and and when the person being pursued is never any the wiser and by the end the one behind the character behind yeah. him is on crutches and like yeah. That bit, that, oh, that trope yeah. to me is so funny. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to shout out that character because it's a good character. Ka's appearance made me think of that. Like the mm-hmm. first time, the first time a villain just is like, oh, hello. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just kind of like pop in and you're like, ooh. Yeah. And it's again, that's the great Sterling Holloway. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And Sebastian Cabot as, uh. Sebastian Cabot as Shere Khan is. Yeah. No, uh, Or no, Sebastian Cabot is, um. Is Bagheera. 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 That's right. Shere Khan is George Sanders. Who else was, mm. uh, Sebastian Cabot was in a lot of these. He's the narrator in a few of them. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. He, I don't know. He popped up in one of them that I was watching recently. Anyway. But it's um, so great. The cast the, is great. The, the, the mu- bare necessities. The I want to be like you. Yeah. These are yeah. iconic songs. Trust in me. Trust in me. Mm-hmm. Great. You know, the weakest song I would say is the one that the freaking vultures sang at the end. Yeah. Which is interesting because they were originally supposed to be the Beatles. That's right. And because of some weird oh, that's why they have that sort of yeah. they were yeah exactly they so it. then they couldn't do it but they you know? made be they basically are they the made Beatles. them yes. got the yeah. oh thing. don't start that again yes yeah. yeah but could you imagine the Beatles singing a song in the Jungle Book I would love to hear the Beatles tackle some Richard Sherman that's music that's amazing the two those are the two like what ifs are the Beatles of the Jungle Book uh-huh. and the Spice Girls in Hercules. What? The for the muses? You're kidding. No, yeah. screw that, man. Hell no. Lilius White. It's better the way they, better the oh way they did God, it. Oh, my God. Thank goodness. But could you Jeez. imagine? Ooh. Yeah. It was – who was it? It was Lilius White, Lashans, and one other were the three uh, muses in that. Right. And boy, are they good. Jesus. Yeah. I mean – Anyway, um, so we have, uh, we've got of these three, it sounds like we know who's going. For as cool as 101 Dalmatians is, Jungle Book's pretty perfect. I do like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Would we all agree on this? All right, so what are our final four? We've got Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. We've got Saludos Amigos, (laughs) Sleeping Beauty. Wow. And the Jungle Book. Truly not the ones I would have expected. No. No. It's a good list. Should we start eliminating? Should we start eliminating? Do you want to go round robin? Yeah, we'll go round robin. I'll start. Okay. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna eliminate. Uh, I'm gonna eliminate Sleeping Beauty. Okay. And the reason why is because it's so it's so similar to Snow White, and I think yeah. Snow White would be one that'd be given the edge. So that's mm-hmm. the one I'm going to eliminate. Mm-hmm. Mark, I hate to kill my babies. Don't say it. Don't, Don't say do it. it. Because I look, I'm saying it because there are only. <laughs> Because if the only two choices, because what we are giving you is the final choice. Oh, God. And the choice that I want to give you is <laughs> Snow White or the Jungle Book. I don't want to give you, you something with Saludos Amigos in the mix. Why not? I love it so much, but it's not. Okay. Because it's, it's a package it's ultimately film. Because your it's, it's a package film and it's not one of the, 
I think one of the things that we have to think about in this is legacy. Yeah. And I think that the legacy of the movie Saludos mm-hmm. Amigos is not near the legacy yeah. of what Jungle Book and Snow White uh, are bringing to the table. Okay. So I will reluctantly. That would be your choice if you're going to pull one out right now. Is that Saludos Amigos? Or would you want it to be at least one of the finalists? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I'll tell you what, pick out of all three then. Okay. Yeah. I won't eliminate. What? We're giving Which you one I would either. remove? No, 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 no. no, no. no. Now, out of the, th- out of the three, the you were going to eliminate oh, one. I'm now asking you between the three. The, the Hal is asking between, you. I'm between you. Snow White, Saludos Amigos, or The Jungle Book, yeah. which is the best, the best Disney, Disney film movie of all time. In Walt's lifetime. In yes. Walt's lifetime. Of all time, Jesus. which is, you know, there's, uh, AD and B, in BW. Right, 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 right. right, right this right, is right. the, this is where, this is the well, tough part. Well, okay. So, hmm, hmm, hmm. Well, uh, in terms of, oh, see, they all, f- like, oh man. Snow White <laughs> culturally started everything. Yeah. You sure. have to recognize, we have to acknowledge that. Yes. It started the legacy and the formula stayed the same for movies to come, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of Saludos Amigos, it, it sort of changed the format because of necessity, because of World right. War II, uh-huh. right? So in terms of adaptability, that's cool. And still sold it in a way that was fun and truly was the beginning of the Walt Disney globalization that ultimately yeah. You know, it predated. Absolutely. You know, Walt Disney as the, the world leader of everything. You the know? ambassador right. of American yeah. good, goodness. So in terms of cultural impact, Absolutely mm-hmm. Amigos is huge. Yeah. Jungle Book has less of a cultural impact. Mm-hmm. But dang, it's so good. It's so <laughs> good. Oh. oh, I don't know. No. Um. Mm, do you want to do? Should, we could do a one, two, three, and all say oh, we is, say the same thing. Yeah. Or if you have it, and if you have one loaded up, go for it. I'm I'm very torn. I'm torn in different ways. I'm torn because of like the obvious cultural impact with Snow White, and then my personal favorite, which is the Jungle Book, and then you have like sort of like the wild card choice, which I thought I'd never defend yeah. Saludos Amigos, right? But to me, feels even bigger of a, like more of a cultural impact than Snow White, right? Mm-hmm. Is so the question is whether we're the question to consider for all of us uh-huh. this is not solely on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Whatever, even if you were to pick, we would we would have your back 100%. That's oh, how absolutely. That's very, that's very of course. Yeah, we don't go, what, <laughs> jerk? Is, is the cultural impact more important than how good of a movie it is? If we're mm-hmm. saying the best. We're not I'll, asking I'll say, what yeah. is the most impactful. I'll throw, I'll throw this out there as well. Like that the, the history that Saludos Amigos has and that Snow White have mm-hmm. are both amazing – do those trump the clear firing on all cylinders by all departments at Walt Disney Studios that was the Jungle Book? Yeah. yeah. But then are we then saying that the movie he died doing is his best one? Because it was so good it killed him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, there's a, there's, look, the <laughs> masterpiece and the final piece can be the same thing. Yeah. It's the, uh, what, what's the Denver horse in, uh, Denver, Colorado, that giant scary horse that oh, killed Oh, at the airport? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, at the yeah. airport. Yeah, yeah, Cause it like crushed 
the sculptor. Oh, that's right. That. Yeah. Yeah. One it's of the like, many terrible, geez. terrifying things about the Denver yeah. airport. Yeah. Is that like squashed? So it's like, is I just it know the that Denver horse? Old, yeah. It's the Jungle Book, the Denver horse of Walt Disney. Yeah. I think it is. It crushed him. Can we all say what our, what the best one is at what the count of three? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Count us in, Mark. One, two, three. The, the Jungle, Jungle Book. Book. Oh. People of the world, we did it. We wow. did it. We're also relieved. Wow. Yeah. Actually, is, I felt very good about it. This has yeah. been a journey. That's yeah. a good one. Sometimes yeah. as soon as you say it, it yeah. just feels better because you don't want to, you don't want to throw any of the babies in exactly. the water. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Or, or what have you. Yeah. But, uh, that's, it's interesting. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's jingle book. Yeah. It's a pretty perfect movie. I agree. And that's the thing. Like think of all the work that Walt did in animation from the time he was a teenager up until, mm-hmm. up until, uh, this movie killed him. <laughs> <laughs> like a Denver horse. Like a Denver horse. <laughs> like a Denver Bronco. Remember when he got Denver horsed by the jungle book? <laughs> His last words weren't Kurt Russell. What? They were Ka. <laughs> somebody was like, I think he was trying to say Kurt Russell. It's an apocryphal story. Yes, it was written down on a piece of paper in his office. Who knows what his last words were? It probably was. Ouch. My best book is The Jungle. Yeah. My best film is The Jungle Book, and it's killing me. It's yeah. slowly, slowly killing me. Slowly but surely. That baby elephant has sat on me, and they're so big. They're not like a whale. They're like an no, no, unfortunate. No. Not like one of those dangerous yeah. whales. Or these birds that are still in here. Yeah, yeah sorry about that, guys. How have these birds yeah. still just I think they live here now. Yeah. They're going to live here yeah. now. Sorry, oh, well. sorry. Oh, well. At least they have room to wander around. They can hang out on your chandelier. Great. Anyway, <laughs> the greatest film. Wow. The best film made during Walt Disney's lifetime was the final film that he had any hand in. Wow. His murderer, The Jungle Book. <laughs> Asked and answered. Oh my Oscar, God. thanks for joining us. Oscar, thanks this was lovely. So great. Yeah, First of all, great. before we say anything else, will you please come back again? I would lo- more than anything. All right, great. Then awesome. you're coming back again. This was the best. I had the best time. It's happening. Oh, thanks for coming. Oh, my God. Uh, is there anything you want to pitch? What are you working on right yeah, now? We should, we, pitch. We should talk about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have any story yeah. ideas for us? Or not pit, you know what <laughs> I mean. Any, well, uh, plug. Plug. I, I Thank was like, you. what am I pitching? I don't know People what I'm should be listening to Inside the Disney Vault. Please listen to Inside the Disney Vault. We've watched every single Disney animated movie, so get on that. We've watched every single Pixar movie. Get on that. We are now watching every single Disney Channel original movies, thanks to the fans. Yeah. Um, so get on that. It's great. Have you done the not quite human movies yet? Because those are wait. What do you mean real, not quite human like movies? Those uh-huh. are the. Those are like the Jay Underwood as an android. No, oh no, we goes, haven't touched those yet. Yeah, you're you're fine. Um, <laughs> I, I apologize also... that you have to watch the Descendants movies. <laughs> Wait, are those decoms? Oh, geez. Yeah, I haven't seen a single one, and it's a ride so far. Uh, wow. Yeah. When you get to zombies, you're gonna find it's surprisingly woke. Really? Surprisingly woke movie. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So far, my favorite that I've seen is a movie called Brink, uh-huh. which is a skating movie. Yeah. And I would have never thought it'd be my favorite decom. And cool. it is. It's yeah. the best. You have all the Halloween Town movies? Oh, yeah. Did not like the first one. Sorry. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of Halloween, but did not like Halloween Town. Sure. Spoiler. Something has to, has to give at some point. <laughs> uh, but you were part of Cut and Run, which Cut is, and Run, yeah. which is the new Audible series that is now available That's to right. listen to. Tell everybody about this. Acker, this is from the minds of Acker and Blacker. Those two Weird, weird human being. Lovely, yeah. lovely. Tell everybody about it. P- give us the. It's about. It's about these people that cut up organs, yeah. you know, and like leave. You know, it's that like story of like you wake up in your hotel room, you're in your tub, covered in ice, 
and your kidneys missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the stories about these two people that do that and all the hijinks that they get into, it's really fun, very funny. It has like the most talented people I have ever worked with in my entire life. It's a great cast. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's great. You have to listen to it. It's very, very yeah. fun. Check it out. Yeah. Look, if you listen to this show, you probably know probably who Acker and Blacker are. are. Yes. Adventure yeah. Hour. You need to hear the other stuff they're doing. This is great. Uh, and a fun little bit of connective tissue is that series started as a sketch in a stage show that Acker wrote. That's what I heard. Yeah. I played the doctor. You're right? kidding. Me, it was yeah. me and Annie Savage. How? Also for the what? Adventure as mm-hmm. the, we were the original pair. It's so pretty great. That's blowing my mind. Back when, they, back when there were paper become... IOUs where the kidneys used to be. Yeah. Wow. That's in this version. I love what it's grown into. I think yeah. it's so cool. And if it wasn't for this, we wouldn't have met at this point. I know. Exactly. Look point. at that. And we would not we... know what the best Disney movie is. I know. Yeah. Well, now we all know. Now we, we all know. This top Topic is closed, <laughs> but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets. Check out the Maximum Fun subreddit or email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or go to our Facebook group. Talk about the Disney that you love there. That's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Ari Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks as always to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song respectively. And thanks to you, the people of the world, for giving us a chance to talk about something that clearly we are all passionate about and yes. love very much and have a great time talking about and might be talking about anyway over drinks if we weren't sitting in front of microphones. This is true. But we thank you for giving us an opportunity to sit here and do it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.